Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Always. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another Monday edition of Dangerous World Podcast. As you should know by now, The Great Deception has the awesome show known as Monday Night Master Debaters, and I air those episodes a week later with a little bit of bonus content up top. People that hear that every week are probably like, yeah, we get it, but there's new listeners all the time, and I'm very grateful for that, as I am the ones that listen all the time. And you know that this is, you know, it's the beginning of the week. It's meant to be, um, you know, on my end, some lighter content, um, not necessarily the deep dives and like the informational things. A lot of it's just kind of fun, free flowing shit. And I like to start off each one of these episodes by thanking the new Patreon subscribers over the last 30 days. We got 13 of them here. Uh, Kelly Fitz, oh, I almost said the last name there. Kelly, I'm, I'm running a little slow today. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Computers running slow. I am extremely tired for some reason. It might just be the weekend. Um, you know, watched some UFC over the weekend, did a little eating, a little drinking. I might be a little slow to get back in the swing of things here, but it's what Mondays are for, I guess, right? I'm sure a lot of you can relate out there in your jobs. So, Kelly, big thanks to you so much. Um, uh, we got a Canadian here, too. I think this would be Michelle, right? Um Canadian dollars, seven fifty. That's probably that five dollar tier, right? I don't think that the money is that different over there, but I really could not tell you. Uh, Michelle looks like Michelle, but we'll go Michelle. Okay, spice it up. Travis, thank you. Tiffany, uh, Rebecca. We got Joseph. We got Jed. We got Russell. We got Chad. Big thanks and a shout out to Eric for that ten dollar subscription. Big big thanks to John as well. And uh, big thanks to Diane. Um, each one of those are $10 subscribers. And then Mexican Polo, thank you as well, sir. Um, the $10 chat should be coming up here quickly. And I think that I actually missed the last Sunday or Saturday of the month, right? Uh, definitely. Definitely. It's the 27th. So, again, you know, we're running a little slow here. But we'll do it on the 1st. We'll do it on April Fool's Day. How's that, guys? Uh, so I'll, I'll send out that notification there and I will be changing the promo code for you big supporters out there too. So keep an eye on your Patreon inbox over there, folks. But other than that, you know, there's nothing really that I got for you as other than, uh, you know, the content that I wanted to talk about here, uh, on this episode, we talked with Bo and chef, and I actually went on their show last night. And talked about a little bit of this kind of same sort of stuff. I've been talking about transhumanism a little bit. And I wanted to talk about some more of the woo-woo-y shit when it comes to transhumanism. All that stuff that I was talking about, uh, not only last night, but 
on the bonus episode that we did here and on uh, Ghosts, My Third Eye uh, bonus content stuff there too. Not only that stuff, not only my episode that was like a deep dive into the terminology of transhumanism. Um, I want to do something different. I want to do like talk about something that I actually see in a book uh, called The Dark Fleet, The Secret Nazi Space Program and the Battle for the Solar System by Len Kasten. Uh, probably butchering that last name, but he wrote some pretty interesting stuff here, and the way that he speaks with so much conviction, you know, I'm a little suspicious of. I'm not always 100% on board with some of these wild things, but this is some of that fun stuff that I like to start the week off looking into. And now hopefully the audio didn't just get fucked up a little bit there, because for some reason when I plug my computer in, it thinks everything's different and it switches settings up, but we're going to keep pushing through here. Um, so this book's interesting. It talks about the specific thing that I actually wanted to get into here um, is this idea of this interplanetary corporate conglomerate, the ICC. It's supposedly Nazi ran and um, it kind of alleges that this is the Fourth Reich like power center or the hub, right, with all the... Um, power coming from and the influence coming from the Fourth Reich. We've actually talked about this idea, not only on this show, but a lot, that the Fourth Reich is very active and very alive today, and they're definitely seeming to be the power structure behind a lot of this stuff. Talked about like the New Age spiritual push is part of the Fourth Reich, just rebranded. And this this part of this book, it's chapter 13, this part of this book claims that it's all alien influence and it's all like other spirits, archons, reptilians, all this shit that are influencing this weird way that the world is kind of drifting in, right? Culturally, we are in a very strange place here on planet Earth and it is just getting weirder and weirder all the time. The drag queen story time, that's making a big, uh, you know, push or it's getting pushed back into the conversation. It kind of seemed like it went away for a little bit. And you're starting to see more and more videos. More and more people are talking about this. And I can't think of anything that seems like out of all this crazy, you know, conspiracy theorist shit when people get real fringe with it, right? I can't think of anything that makes more sense than some alien influence, some demonic influence over these people that are pushing this on the kids, right? It seems like such a strange thing. You even have Holly Holm at the UFC event this weekend in San Antonio mentioning this. She did it very quickly, um, but everyone was listening, and she was in Texas, so this didn't fall on unwelcome ears or whatever. Um, you know, she got a, a nice little crowd pop when she mentioned this, and she won. She's been doing it for a while, so she's kind of a legend in the game uh, in women's MMA and MMA in general, 41 years old, still out there doing it. But she mentions this, stop sexualizing the kids, stop doing all this weird shit. And that's one aspect of the new age, right? There's a lot of other stuff that goes into it. But what I liked about what this book was saying is that this all comes from, from Mars, literally like from space, but specifically from Mars where this ICC is set up. Now, again, you might think this is goofy, I don't know where I sit on this. It's just something kind of fun that uh, that isn't as crazy as it really sounds, I think. You know, I think that there's a lot of technology that we're not really privy to here as citizens. And there's been a lot of talk about Mars travel. There's a huge infatuation with Mars 
from like the Hollywood side. We know that they like to kind of hide their shit in plain sight. So, I mean, it starts off talking about the successful mission to Mars in 1962, which is news to me, right? It's probably news to you. And then like this joint space agency between the United States and the Soviet Union that was set up two years later. It's, it's, you know, it's a weird idea because you have the Soviets and the Americans working together with this separate influence of what some people claim to be the Bavarian Illuminati, something higher up than the space agency, the joint space agency, something higher up than that. Who influences it? Again, Bavarian Illuminati is alleged here, but uh, it says clearly under some Nazi control of some sort. I find that interesting, right? You have the Vatican involved. Anytime the Nazis are involved with something or the Illuminati is involved with something, the Vatican's not far behind. And um, it, it's just wild. It talks about this this idea of this base on Antarctica, base 211. They say that they moved this whole base to Mars. And you have English as the the dominant language that's spoken on this Antarctic version of this base 211. But when it gets relocated to Mars, you have German as the primary language. And the way that it's described, this this ICC, the Interplanetary Corporate Conglomerate, it's described as a Silicon Valley of space or uh, like a um, galact- intergalactic United Nations type situation. Weird out there shit, but just, uh, just kind of interesting for sure. Um, you have the dark fleet of the Nazis, the space program, secret space program of the Nazis, controlling the moon as well, right? This base on the dark side of the moon that's alleged and under the surface of the moon, all this wild shit, right? It's, it's just kind of an interesting take that Mars seems to be the center of this interplanetary travel, right? It's kind of like a, uh, a hub, if you will, and everything kind of stems from there. And they actually give a list of some, uh, you know, global companies that are affiliated with this ICC. Um, I guess TRW, never heard of them, North American, uh, Philco, Lockheed Martin, Douglas Aircraft Company, General Dynamics, Northrop, Grumman Space Technology, uh, NASA, of course, JPL, Planetary Resources, Boeing, Astro, um, I guess it's Astro und Feinwerk Technik. Uh, Feinwerk Technik. I guess that's uh, obviously a German company. When in t- anytime you get the und in there, it's a dead giveaway. Um, Aldershoff, GMBH, and then uh, Advanced Space Technologies, GMBH, and Jenna Opranuk. Um, Not going to lie, I haven't heard of quite a few of those, but these are companies that are alleged by people that have supposedly been there, right? Supposedly been to this ICC base on Mars. Um, that This stuff gets really kind of hard for me to believe. When you say that you have people that are super soldiers, right? I mean, we talked to a couple people like that uh, in the early days of the show. And to say the least, I was skeptical, but I wanted to, to hear what these people had to say. And uh, you get another example here of actually, I mean, this is just like the latest of Ukrainians just dicking around Americans right here. This lady that goes by Ilena, and I'm not going to say her full name because it just gives her more attention. Um, she's a Ukrainian. She says that, she, you know, she refers to herself as that Ilena and she calls herself Ilena, the star traveler now, like a star seed, you know, these frauds out there. 
I I understand that there's a significant amount of uh, you know mental delusion that goes with this stuff, and and you know there's trauma that happened under this COVID shit, and with QAnon and all this creepy stuff that was going on. But some of these people really lost their fucking minds and started realizing, like, I'm really an angel trapped in a human body. Maybe that's true, okay? But if if you're an angel or you're a star traveler, as Ilena likes to call herself, um, well, then we all are, right? And and that's the thing. You're not special. There's there's people that need to feel special in every sense of their, um, you know, aspects of their life and whatnot. But it's just a, an interesting concept here. She says that she was a translator now keep in mind i've been talking about the the technologies that they allege to have over the last week or so why would you need translation if people are able to read each other's minds up there that doesn't make any sense so this lady is is taking what we can identify as a normal job and an important job right translation if you're doing uh if you're if you're operating from the idea of an intergalactic united nations it would be pretty fucking important to communicate, right? Uh, if somebody's speaking English or German and you're trying to communicate with an archon, which, again, can supposedly read your fucking mind, this star traveler from Ukraine is supposedly the one that makes that happen, makes it makes the translation clear. So just weird, weird shit. I don't buy that for a second, but I could get behind the idea that there is some kind of civilization there on Mars. And if there was a civilization on Mars, it probably would have something to do with this transhumanist agenda and with like this whole future talk shit, right? They say that um, this this area called Ares Prime is the capital. This was set up in 1975. And a lot of the development went on in the 80s around around uh, the Reagan administration, from what I understand. just kind of, I'm not trying to bore you and read through the book here, but... It does go on to say here, um, after mentioning that the planet of Mars is a German planet now, the, the language used there is German, they say that they converted their dark fleet base on the moon to basically, uh, again, an intergalactic version of the Pentagon. So, that's like their military base. And I guess they have all kinds of different alien races working together to basically keep the universe in control of the ones that control it right now. Who that is, it's not really clear. They say it's the Archons and the Reptilians, along with, like, German, Soviet, and um, American resources, right? They've got nuclear weapons. they got the ability to destroy planets. All this crazy shit. Who knows? I just find it interesting. And, and the conviction and the belief that these people have in this I think is interesting, right? I do, like I said, I believe that you can definitely be psychotic and you can have just no grasp of reality, but this stuff is definitely uh, something that's been piquing my interest at least lately. And uh, we're going to look more into it for sure. I'm actually working on something for Thursday or Friday, right? The, the weekly deep dive episode uh, talking about like genies and how that relates to memes because they are using this kind of technology, and it's alleged all throughout this book, too. They use technology that we wouldn't expect, and that they, they the things that they simplify for us, like memes, are actually very nefarious ways to communicate. It's, it's a self-replicating idea shared in the cyberspace world, right? Similar to genes and like a what a what a gene is to a genie, a meme is to what they call a a, a meme genie or a meme as they're referred to. 
sounds like an old lady's name or something, but a lot of this stuff just all goes together. And I just find it really, really kind of coincidental that, uh, you know, I've had this book for a while and we've mentioned it in other episodes, but this interplanetary thing where they're creating cyborgs and, and, you know, mixing alien and human technology, uh, or I should say worldly technology, it fits right in with all this stuff. So it's kind of cool. You've got the ideas of cyborgs. Uh, what else here? Let's see. Uh, soul transfers, which is pretty self-explanatory. Nanotechnology, we're familiar with that. Um, smart suits. Smart suits are pretty dope. There's a whole appendix here talking about all the different technologies and some of these different uh, companies and so on that work on this ICC, the age regression. Uh, age regression is kind of an interesting idea. When they take these super soldiers and they, they you know, transfer their consciousness or whatever, uh, they age like normal. So if you're abducted when you're eight years old and then you're kept until you're 28 years old, you're aging 20, uh, 20 years. But then when they bring you back to Earth and you filled out your contract or whatever, then they age regress you. They, they bring you back from 28 all the way to eight years old, and uh, then, you know, usually these kids would be approached as, um, or handled, I should say, as they are schizophrenic or trauma, um, you, you know, they, they usually just kind of brush this stuff under the rug, if this is real, right? Uh, they don't look at this very seriously at all, so all kinds of stuff, memory storage and cyborgs, uh, mental enhancement, jump gates, Wild shit, man. I mean, if this, if, even if any of this is true, it really is pretty interesting. Holographic disguises. Uh, they had something here, too, about Neuralink. This book was written before Elon Musk was talking about this, too. Where is Neuralink here? Yeah, Neuralinks. How it describes Neuralinks. These are electromagnetic brain implants that link to quantum computers at the ICC bases and onboard Dark Fleet ships. This allows the victim to be tracked unconsciously uh, and all brain activity and communications to be recorded. So again, if you got that, why do we need this Ukrainian translator that calls herself the Star Traveler? Get the fuck out of here. Uh, continuing here, they, um, they're etheric implants and can be removed right by, uh, I'm sorry, removed by the right energetic techniques, but they can cause brain damage as well, so... Uh, fun stuff there, but yeah, let me see when this book was actually written, because I'm just going to search for it here, because if I'm looking in the book, there's a few dates, actually. Um, yeah, so bear with me one second here. Okay, so I misspoke. I guess this was first published in 2020, March of 2020, so right about three years ago, right? Um Almost exactly three years ago. So yeah, it's just uh, I, I guess that that's not as you know prophetic as we would think, but um, I think his description of Neuralink is pretty great though, and you know quantum computing, all the stuff that goes with this shit, quantum mechanics, regeneration, replication. I mentioned the smart suits, stargates, and the cosmic web, walking through walls and invisibility, transference of consciousness. All this stuff goes hand in hand. With uh, space travel, time travel, and uh, and it's cool stuff, man. Like I said, I don't know the validity of it 100%, but it's definitely something that has been catching some attention of mine here. You've got shareholder companies within the ICC 
uh, German companies, American companies, a few British ones. I didn't notice any Russian companies. Is there such a thing as Russian companies? I don't know. It sounds stupid, but you never really hear about like a Russian restaurant chain or something, right? So you've got um, Allianz, which is German. Um, I mean, some of these fucking companies I've never even heard of. Amerisource Bergen, which is American. Aviva, which is British. Bayer, of course, Bayer, AG, um, which is German. Daimler, which is German. Boeing, uh, Biogen, both American companies there. Exxon. Um, and, and, you know, as I'm naming some of the companies that you'd heard of, you can imagine where they'd fit in and what their role would be in this, right? Obviously, Exxon getting their dick in that energy uh, game over there on Mars. General Dynamics, GlaxoSmithKline, um, JP Morgan. They're trying to, trying to see if there's anything that they can make money off of up there. Lockheed Martin, um, NASA and JPL, of course, Merck, Monsanto. Uh, they're like, hey, if you guys are going to be growing any crops up there, we're going to own them, okay? Kroger, uh, Pfizer, Rand, Siemens, um, which is German, Syngenta, which is Swiss. It's the only Swiss company I see here. And Talix, which is the last one listed. That's a German company. You get a lot of American and German companies, a couple British companies, and then one Swiss company. I do not see one Russian company listed here, or Soviet company, which obviously those aren't around anymore, we're told. But uh, yeah, this is those those companies that I mentioned, this book alleges are part of the Fourth Reich, and they're fueling it. And I don't disagree with that at all. I just don't know where to draw the line when it comes to this space talk shit, right? That's the, that's the confusing part, and it's the sexiest part right it's the funnest part to talk about but it's like man this seems like complete misdirection and stuff like this right but at the same time i'm not discounting it 100 percent. i'm not saying that you can't believe that there's some fucking base on mars this guy who's done a lot of research is speaking with serious conviction i know that that's what bullshit artists do right so i'm not getting fooled here don't don't you know mince my words and say oh you're kind of you're completely changing your tune on this stuff not at all. I just think it's interesting that you've got so many other people before, you know, the in the high levels of the internet and stuff like this were around. Um, you have people agreeing on this stuff. You have people talking about it and sharing the same details. Not necessarily these super soldiers, but the people that don't claim to be super soldiers but are knowledgeable knowledgeable about these things. I think that they deserve some credit. Some. How much I don't know. But it sure is just an interesting uh, concept for sure. So just something little uh, to, to kind of think about coming up on these next episodes here. Because we're going to get weird on this show. I'll tell you that right now. We're going to get weird. Um, as I mentioned, you know, not, not feeling 100% today. So just kind of wanted to get something together. Um, introduce some kind of new information here. And like I said, we're going to be talking about this stuff here on this show. Um, I know that... Ghost had a good time looking through the um, looking through the the transhuman website, right? And so we're gonna go through that definitely more on the Patreon, and it's just gonna tie in with more and more of the shit that I'm talking about. I also came across this idea of cybernetic immortality, and this is part of that Russian cosmism and transhumanism. They go hand in hand. You'll hear that the cosmism is kind of like the conservative. If, if transhumanism is liberal, cosmism is conservative. We'll put it like that. 
Um, I think that there it's 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 probably an accurate way to describe it. But if you've been listening to the show or shows like it for any amount of time, you know that the right wing and left wing of of government politics is the same shit, right? They want the same things. They just approach them slightly differently and sometimes not differently at all. They're just disguising it as different. Cosmism is transhumanism. Two heads of the same bird, two wings of the same whatever. You know what I mean? It's all the same shit. And I always say that two heads of the same bird because that is that uh, Phoenix Freemason reference there. A lot of people think I fucked that up when I say that. But um, sure as shit, when you look at the Freemason Phoenix, it's got two heads. Um and I think that that's definitely interesting. I'll read a little bit about this uh, cybernetic immortality stuff really quick. Uh, not going to go through all of it, but um, yeah, you've got ideas. It's part of the supreme goals and values of transhumanism and this uh, creative immortality idea. Weird shit, metaphysical immortality, right? That's another uh, thing related to this. But I'll just kind of give you the basic idea of what this cybernetic immortality is. The successes of science make it possible for us to raise the banner of cybernetic immortality. The idea is that the human being is, in the last analysis, a certain form of organization of matter. Kind of basic, right? This is the very sophisticated uh, organization. This is a very sophisticated organization, which includes a high uh, multi-level hierarchy of control. What we call our soul or our consciousness is associated with the highest levels of this control hierarchy. This organization can survive a partial, perhaps even a complete change of the material form which it is built. So basically, what it says here, it's taking the the idea of our soul or our consciousness, completely rearranging it, making us immortal in the in cyberspace. It sounds like it, it, to me, it sounds like forced uploading. Which is that idea that I talked about where um, they they take basically everything about you and upload you into the metaverse or into the digital sphere and make it make you exactly the same. They don't fix you, right? This is appealing to people that have some sort of disability, right? Because in theory, they would make you uh, make you as close to perfect as they can, but. That's what you want. That's not what they want. They just want to take you and make it so that you can work in their system. Uh, so the forced uploading is literally just uploading you the same way that you have the same little personality quirks that you have that you don't like about yourself or, uh, you know, everything that you do like about yourself or some things that you wish you would change. All that stuff's just the same, just in a digital space, right? It's what this sounds like. And not only is it in a digital space, it's in a permanent space that lasts forever. So uh, that's an interesting idea, definitely something scary, but um, yeah, this is this is uploading, this is digital uh, conscious and uh, soul stealing and shit like that. There's all kinds of different terms for it, but um, definitely interesting. So again, we're going to be talking about this stuff here on the show, and I'm going to go into greater detail and shit when I have the, uh, definitely have the energy to, obviously, you could probably sense my low level of energy here, but... Um, interesting stuff. And I hope that you guys will find this interesting over the, the week to come. And, uh, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Right. But, um, enjoyed this episode. This was a really, really fun chat with Bo from anti-slave question, everything and chef 
from the Sunday Night Secret Society. It was a really cool show. It's just kind of a free-flowing conversation that we had over there. I encourage you to check that out when they drop it. I will let you know. And um, and it might actually be out right now. Let me double-check. I've had to double-check a few things here. I'm just not organized today. I'm not going to lie. Like, I could, I could have not put anything out and been just fine today. But let's see. Sunday night. Oh, that's not how you spell Sunday. See, I'm just fucking up. I need to go on a jog or something. Sunday night, secret society. If I can spell one single word right, secret society. Okay, there it fucking goes. And we're waiting. Boom. Um. Da, 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 da. Okay. No. So the the most recent one that they have so far is their appearance on the Master Debaters, right from uh, the Great Deception. So. That show's getting out there. It's getting around, and it's fucking awesome. There's a lot of people that are that are checking that out. Matt really has a... He captured lightning in a bottle over there. But that should be out there soon on their on their feed, and you can hear that conversation. It was fun, man. They're good guys. So check that out. Um, that's what this whole thing's about, is learning new shows and learning new people's perspectives and all that hippie shit, right? So enjoy this one you know that that ad breaks come in here before we roll into the actual episode i've been told that some platforms aren't playing the ads if that's the case hey you're dodging a bullet there literally because some of these ads are just like what the hell i don't even speak spanish and i get spanish ads but hey that's fine um as long as the ads are getting out there i guess so gonna take a break real quick and then we'll move into the conversation that matt hosted uh with myself Bo, and chef so enjoy this one guys and we'll see you next week and we'll see you uh not next week we'll see you on for the next episode for the cunt the new show which boy that's gonna be tough today with this level of energy i've got right now huh but we'll do it we'll do it we'll have fun and then we'll get that last episode out for the week and um and see what's up guys so take care and you'll hear from me soon thanks guys enjoy the show And welcome to the Monday Night Master Debaters. Gentlemen, Happy New Year. It is officially spring of 2023, which by the laws of nature is the actual new year. And that's a whole different rabbit hole we can go on down where, you know, because think about it. I mean, everything's coming to life now, right? Plants are coming back up here in the Northeast. The cold's going away. The warm weather's coming in. Fucking January up here, dude. It's everything's dead. It's the deadest point in in, and I feel like there's something to it where we contribute our energy to this death, this dead time when it's not the new year. It's just a and and we all know the calendar. Don't even get me fucking started on that scam. They've changed that thing up, down, and sideways how many times? But this is a time of growth. This is a time of life. New Happy beginnings. New year. Yes, exactly. It's a time for change. Absolutely. And and uh, and so, hey, no matter how the fucking what we do, this thing's going to keep spinning round and round, whether it's the sky spinning around us or us spinning through space, whatever it may be. Oh, yeah, that's right, man. That's awesome. I, you know, I never really thought about it like that. But I mean, I guess when you really do think about it, why would we start the new year during the time when everything dies? Dude, I'm protesting the new year. I'm protesting know? January's new year from now on. It's spring. That makes sense. That's because... when the shit all starts coming back to life. 
Invest your energy in life, not death. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I like that. So, and with that, welcome the boys from Anti-Slave Question Everything. We got Bo and Chef. What's going on, guys? Not a whole lot, man. Not too much. Happy to be here. Chef, tell them, um, tell, cause we have, uh, like I, I'm, I'm anti-slave separately kind of, and we have like a little dealio that we do Sunday night secret society, which was chef's idea. Uh, you Ooh. should tell, tell them about that chef, what we, uh, what we got going on there. Yeah. Essentially the idea was, uh, Bo started a discord. So there's a lot of, a lot of us like-minded folks in this discord. Where we're all shooting the shit. Um, I mean, there's usually, I think today, like at three, I checked and there was like 78 new messages. So just a lot of like, like-minded people getting together. So I was like, Hey man, we should on Sundays, we should all get together with some of the discord folk and, um, do a podcast. And now it's, it's, uh, you know, I think we're seven or eight episodes in and it's grown a little bit faster than I, than I expected as far as like the guests that we have on. So it's kind of branched out past discord. So yeah, it's new. I'm new to this and I'm happy to be a part of the the movement and yeah thank you thank you guys for having us oh definitely man and what time what time you do that on sundays usually at seven um but it it kind of depends um and that's pacific standard but we had uh, micah dink on last night so we did it at 4 p.m and then uh drew missing from missing the point is i believe in two weeks and we're gonna do that a little bit earlier since he's in australia drew's great No, new zealand new zealand yeah australia Australia, okay. Australia, it's good, dude. Neither yeah. of them exist, anyways. Whatever. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> never heard. Of, never, I've never seen an Australian child. What was that? Fucking. What was I seen that crazy conspiracy theories up on Instagram? <laughs> Australia doesn't exist. I've never seen an Australian child. <laughs> <You> fucking... <laughs> no, it's a funny shit, dude. So fucking goofy. Yeah, we. They, it's pretty fun, man. We 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 we've been talking to people. Chef's been lining up the guests like you wouldn't even believe it, dude. Like he's been reaching out and talking to people. It's been awesome. It's been awesome. Dude, that's awesome, so, man. And, yeah. and that's what we need. Just people getting out there and shooting the shit, getting like-minded people together, right? That's the only way we're going to change anything is yep. we have to start coming together because first we get together with the like-minded folks. Then we got to do the real work and try and mend some bridges with the other side. Absolutely. You know, and, and that's going to be the hard part and it ain't going to be easy and people are going to have to fucking swallow their pride a little bit and do the right thing if we want to move forward, you know, and that's a that's a big thing right now. Everybody talks about wanting to go forward, but nobody wants to move ahead. Everybody wants to dredge on the past and whether it's red or blue or fuck this or that. It's like we got to break these teams, man. Get go independent contractor. When when we get everybody in that boat, we'll be in great hands. For sure. Yeah, everyone start helping each other out. Start finding some solutions. Yep. And and, and doing it small. You know, we're not fixing that fucking corrupt machine that's out there that runs around. It's just a war machine. You're not fixing that. You know, we have to fix locally. And 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 once you do that, then that then you can spread that out. But if if we think we're changing that debacle up there, I mean that's just a shit show, and it's all for theater, if you ask me. For sure, I agree. I agree. You know. Right? What do you got going on? Hey, love the shirt. I got mine uh, last. What was it? Last Wednesday or Thursday, dude? I rocked it last week. Survived the first wash. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing. 
cool, man. Yeah, no, you, you, you guys are so nice. Always just complimenting the, uh, the hustle that it is of making merch in this like day and age where everybody's got t-shirts, everybody's selling t-shirts, right? So trying to do something that sets yourself apart is very difficult. So I appreciate the kind words from not only you, but you know, everybody else out there that's supporting the, uh, the website and all that stuff. Um, you know, to to go to your uh you know independent contractor analogy we're not trying to fix the foundation of the house we're just trying to mow the lawn first you know what i mean like we're trying to get out there and we're, we're trying to clean up the outside trying to maybe plant some flowers uh you know do a little landscaping up front and uh yeah i think it's important man i think it's important to try and reach out to people dude actually on on uh, cunt today we talked with a dude that was sitting there trying to tell us that Elon Musk and Joe Rogan and Bill Gates are out there doing good work. I'd never talked with the good dude or, or with the guy before, um, but I was telling him like, hey, dude, I don't agree with the damn thing that you're saying right now, but I, I like this conversation. See, and I could um, I could I could talk with him on two of those three. I could be like, OK, yeah, the third one. I'm like, there's no fucking no. good there. I can't I can't find anything. And he brought up the two that you're talking about. You're, of course, talking about Joe Rogan and Elon Musk, right? Yeah. Um, he brought them two up and then I, I said, well, hey, what do you think about Bill Gates? Because, you know, he's using his money to do what he thinks is good as well. And uh, he said, yeah, I, I think he's doing God's work also. And um, didn't Brandon feel agree. that way, too, Rye? Yeah, yeah, he did, dude. Yeah. yeah. And we ran the show for a year and a half, um, almost two years, really, really well together. You know, a lot of people enjoyed what we were doing back then, because when you get in an echo chamber, it doesn't matter how much you agree with what you're hearing. It gets boring and people are getting tired of hearing the same shit, man. So argue with people in a respectful way. I think it's very, very important. Well, it's and get outside sure. the box, man. It's yeah. everybody wants to just parrot the same shit. It's like be have a good little originality too. I mean, the fact that we just, it, it seems like everybody just regurgitates the same shit. That's why I love your show. You'd never know what the fuck you're going to expect the next week. You know, you could go, you go from one extreme to the other on, on the different topics you cover where the, some of these people just beat the fucking horse to death. And mm -hmm. it's like, dude, change it up. Or, you know, like the, the I don't know. I'm not even going to go off on that because I'm... <laughs> Well, no, say. I mean, you know, I think it's important, man. It, you know, actually, dude, uh, Bob, more, uh, moral Bob called us today at the end, and he, we, we wrapped up the episode with him, um, because he had reached out to me and he said, "Hey, man, do you really think that the flat Earth debate is propaganda? And do you think that it's all bullshit?" And I told him straight up, "It's like, dude, I, I think it is to an extent because I think it's just to divide this community of fringe thinkers. You know, we're even though the research that you do, Matt, there's proof that what you're looking into is real, right?" Um, yep. there's proof of what I look into is real. Also with anti-slave and what you guys do, there is proof of what you guys talk about is real, yeah, but buddy. we're considered fringe thinkers and alternative thinkers. There is oh, this right. divide. <laughs> right, right. You there's you mega. Yeah. There's this divide <laughs> with Futars. things like flat earth that make people argue. And you know what happened at the end of me and Bob's conversation? It's it's gonna be it's gonna air tomorrow at the end of the episode. He sees where I'm coming from, and I see where he's coming from. He's passionate about a topic. His passion is kind of fading because he realizes it's similar to the Democrat-Republican debate. You're not going to change any fucking minds, right? No. See, and, and, and that's the thing with that whole, whole – and that's why I never put any 
eggs in that basket just because it's one of those things that you can't there's no conclusion to it right and and even if you do change one person's there's going to be 10 more that are and it's one of these things where it's i don't know it's one of those topics that's just frustrating because it's like is it that it's important don't get me wrong yeah i'm saying that the fact that there could potentially be lying to what we are on and where we are that's a base fundamental of our lives that if we're not being told what else is fucking fake, you know, I get mm. it from that standpoint, but as far as the day-to-day thing, like, let's just go, let's, let's go on because yeah, there, there's bigger fish to fry. I think there's bigger, bigger, better topics. I, myself, I'm, I'm with you. I'm kind of a, uh, I am, I, like I said, I, I know we've been lied to like, that's a fact, but I'm not going to sit here and debate like over it i'm not that guy to sit down and have like a hardcore debate there's other things we can talk about you know what i mean and again there's a lot of people's minds you're not going to change them no matter how hard you try for the most part it ain't happening they're totally. setting their ways and I, I love how they totally will too come and rub shit in your face if anybody knows like if you fuck with flat earth at all it doesn't matter what your opinion is now about anything you know what i'm saying like, yeah I, but that see that's the problem though bo what ryan's saying is we need the opposite Right. We need people that can disagree, but can have the mind power to be able to think about it and look at it from the other person's side, rationalize it, and then move on. Some people aren't going to be like that, though. Some people, no, everybody, you know what I'm saying? You know what it is? The problem is the emotion. It's when people get emotional about it and they throw their flag in the fucking ground and Mm -hmm. that they can't take a step back from that because otherwise they got to swallow their pride. I understand that. that. That's what it boils down to, man, because think about any argument. Once someone starts starts calling you names and shit, you know they have no argument. Yeah. So I like like that going on. I like that, though, because it's easy to weed those fucking people out. You know what I'm saying? And like, I'm not even necessarily like, 110% 110% a flat earther. I'm like, uh, kind of like a realm dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, I kind of think this is like a realm. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm an agnostic to the idea. Like, I'm like, I, I fuck with hollow earth. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it could be flat. It could also have other entrances to other realms, whether it be at the end of the ice wall or maybe in some, uh, you know, spot in the Grand Canyon that enters into inner earth. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, but I, but I'm, I'm definitely not married to the globe, but I will. I have flat earth shirts that say it's flat, bro. And I wear these shirts out because the people that are going to sit there and scoff at me and think I'm a fucking idiot or like, oh, that guy's a fucking retard. If you think I'm a fucking retard because I'm wearing a flat earth shirt, I don't want to talk to you anyways because you're <laughs> fucking closed minded as shit. You know what I'm saying? See, that's and honestly, I don't give a like, fuck you. Fuck you. I don't care. Fuck that's you. That's how I, uh, I, I messed around in the pandemic. I used rise government is the virus shirt. And that was my way to weed people out. If people came up to me and talked to me, Hey man, you know, I like your shirt or where'd you get that shirt? Automatically. I knew we could have a conversation, Yep. you know, especially if you weren't wearing a mask and for the, you know, the maskers, you watch them wear it and it's just priceless. Cause you see the disgust and the disdain in their eyes for you for yeah. a piece uh, for a t-shirt. It's so, oh yeah, man. Kind of funny about that. I, I felt a little bad, but we were in line at Walmart and this was, um, I think, I believe it was 2021. And at that point I was like, we're not fucking wearing a mask. Like I'm not putting one on, like, just don't even ask me. Well, anyhow, we're standing in line and my fiance, we're smokers <laughs> and my fiance starts coughing. And I'm like, at least like, cover, like cover your mouth a little bit. And this 
kid in front of me like tugs on his mom and then starts fucking doing like the fucking Hail Marys. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, dude. And I, I kind of felt bad. I was like, this kid is fucking terrified. So I was like, let's scoot back a little bit. Like, I know we're not, I know we didn't have nothing wrong, but this poor kid is like, he's literally praying to his God thinking that he's going to catch this, this fucking virus and his whole family is going to be wiped out. But it was, yeah, you kind of had to be there, man. It was pretty, it was pretty. The part is he's got Stockholm syndrome now, you know? Yep. Yep. It's like, oh, those fucking kids, man. Four fucking kids with weak parents. Well, they no, were sure. they were doing that. Uh, like my daughter at school, they were. I would we would tell her like, we're not. You're not putting a mask on. And then it because she had to do it at school, she would just want to walk around the house with a mask. And that was the point where we fucking yanked her out of school. So now she's homeschooled. That's brainwashing That's at its finest. Yeah, it's yeah I was gonna say public school is very good at setting uh kids up to follow systems right like they're not really they're, they're not setting them up to critically think they they learn these habits in school and then they bring them home and then they they carry them out throughout the work like their their, their career of employment like all this different shit they're just focused on what the superior the teacher told them right and a lot of times people think that the, the damn teacher is smarter than their parents i know i did when i was a kid but there wasn't so much propaganda that was in your face as there is today uh now it's much much different but you see this like division uh the same similar to like flat earth and globers and stuff like that you see these people that are on the side of like trump versus the side of um you know what what they call like you know fair government and all this stuff and it's interesting what's going on with him right i mean like this is an interesting little thing that's that's set up, I mean, over just this past weekend, we saw some wild shit, man. And and it just seems like it's more of the propaganda. Um, I, I'll believe it when I see it when this dude gets arrested, man. And if he does, I think that it's going to really be some fucking problems because there's going to be a small mm-hmm. amount of people that go out there and do some wild shit if they see their their fear or arrested. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, what yeah, what's here? crazy is, well, did, did you also see the... Uh, the war ICC, I think it's called or whatever. Um, they oh. put a warrant out for Putin's arrest for war crimes. Rut row. Is, is the ICC directly tied to like NATO or the United Nations? Well, now here's the interesting thing. It's like the I, I can't remember what it's does it say. Yeah. International Criminal Court ICC. So the funniest part about this is. The International Criminal Court. The U.S. does not recognize the International Criminal Court. And not only does it not recognize it, back when Bush was president, he, the U.S. passed a law. It's called the, uh, oh shit, what's the name of the place in uh, Geneva? Geneva, yeah. It, it might be Geneva. The Geneva Invasion Act. The U.S. put a law in saying that if the International Criminal Court arrested any U.S. citizen or uh, U.S. ally, they had the ability to use military force to go retrieve that person and bring them back. So needless to say, the U.S. isn't so uh, up to date on or, or keen on the idea of prosecuting for war crimes. Wow, I did not know that. Hague Hague Invasion Act? Hague Invasion Act. That's it. Hague. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. They can go in to and and because 
that's where the they would be held in all likelihood would be in the Hague in Switzerland. That's where the court is. Yeah, the um, American Service Members Protection Act. So if you're serving the government, that sounds like yep, you're untouchable. Or yeah, is no that is that also previous people that served? Well, it would be anybody that would go up for war crimes. If the U.S. didn't agree with it, they just say no. We're taking them back. Sorry, we don't agree. Huh. And they not only did they do that. Okay, they they threatened to arrest any judge that tried to prosecute any Americans. It's mm. dude, the Bush era was crazy, man. It was dude, a wild yeah. fucking time. But I wish yeah, I was a so little older. What do you guys yeah. think? Okay, so now the, let's preface this little story here. We'll go with Trump because supposedly Trump put out a, a whatever he put out a statement saying that he expects to be arrested tomorrow or Tuesday. What day is that? March 321. The anniversary of 322, ironically. Um, it by a DA in Manhattan over, and this is related to the Stormy Daniels hush money. Hush, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is really this is what they're gonna arrest him for. Yep, for fucking, back for fucking now, with a fucking porn star. Are you now kidding mind me? you? This is the same DA who was taking felonies and turning them into misdemeanors now he's taking a misdemeanor and turning it into a felony go mm. figure there's nothing to see here he's got yeah, paid for he's paid for this the, guy's the paid three, for absolutely the 322 stuff can't be uh you know under or understated either i don't think because uh even though it is 321 this shit probably will end up happening. Like He'll probably get arrested 321 like at night, right? Yeah, so like, that the people don't yeah. find out till 322. Then there's this giant burst of energy on 322 when people go crazy and try and save Trump. Like, dude, if you did And for people that don't understand that, what that means, right? What's that? The 322. Oh, yeah. That's the skull and bones. Uh, that's the number date for skull and bones oh shit like an anniversary i mean it's is all over you see, the, you see the skull and crossbones you see 322 it actually refers to the bible but yeah people people uh it's like a bible verse 322 but yeah people use the date last year uh on march 22nd that's when you had the fucking uh you know uh, Stu peters released the snake venom documentary that the covid oh, yeah. is based off you know so every year it seems you see some sort of weird uh, whether it's a psyop or whether there's some sort of like weird fuck shit going on, uh, a lot of stuff happens on three two two. Looks like we got something here. Has yeah, there, there been go. any notable like uh, false flag attacks or anything that we can think of on three twenty two? Usually, it seems to be a little more covert. Oh yeah, um, okay, okay. But you know, if you if you notice wow. what happens on those days, you know, I mean, what a coincidence that this is going to happen. Um, look up. See if you can see the Bible verse. T type in uh, Skull and Bones Bible verse. Maybe you'd have to use some sort of weird search engine or, uh, you know, maybe throw in a 322 there. Yeah, Bible verse. It says something about, like, man becoming, you know, like angels or some shit. Uh, yeah, there's all March 22nd, number 32 are connected to Skull and Bones and the 33rd degree Masons. This is also related to the fact that water freezes at 32 degrees, but stays liquid at 33 degrees. Skull and Bones uses 322 as a uh, day of spiritual warfare. 
That's the day they do act, uh, sacrificial rituals using Geronimo's skull in black magic ceremonies. Yikes. Interesting. Mm. So, yeah. hey, that would fit, right? A, right. a spiritual warfare. There's no better spirit. I mean, these these Q-tards have been preparing for spiritual warfare for four years now. Yeah. They're ready to go. Okay, so what's interesting is that that, that verse is the expulsion from paradise. Genesis 3, 2, 2 is the expulsion from paradise. Okay. So um, it says, uh, and you know, I'm bad. I'm bad at reading old fashioned Bible shit here, but in the King James Bible, we'll go with that just because that's the, uh, the hacky one, right? It mm. says, and the Lord God said, behold, the man is become one of us uh, to know God, to know good and evil. And now lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever so this is like uh you know transhumanism what this verse is, is that right uh genesis 3 2 2 genesis okay yeah i can take it again since i fucking butchered it and the lord god said behold the man is, has become one of us to know good and evil and now lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever that's wild so that's, that's so that's their, wild. That's their thing right there, man. So what do you think about Trump then? Is this legit? Is this a trap? Is this just for show? Is it a, a nothing burger? Like, is nothing going to happen? Do you think that they're going to arrest him and suck people into a, another J6 type scenario? Or are people smarter than that? I would like to think people are smarter than that, but that's kind of pushing it. Yeah. Yeah. We're, I, we're, we're seeing a lot in that conservative media talking about like, if you're going to go protest, please don't like. Well, and then you have people like Dan Bongino going out there and trying to lead the charge. And he also created parlor, which was almost like a rounding up of Patriots quote unquote. Right. Now, a lot of these people are, are kind of unstable, like the, the more right wing type patriots. Um, I'll, I'll admit I signed up for Parler because I thought, you know, I was kind of part of that you. cult, dude. I was part of the whole thing where it was like, yeah, Trump is here to fucking save the country. Now I realize after he didn't do a fucking thing um, and just let Biden walk in here. And, you know, we, we left his administration in a more tyrannical state than when we entered. I say that's a bad president. I say that he 100 percent failed us. All the good things that he did when it comes to like saving money on gas and all this stuff doesn't fucking matter anymore because we left his administration in a more tyrannical state than when we entered. And that's all that matters. I get that. I get that. I was just going to talk about here? this video, but yeah, this is crazy. They're, they're definitely preparing for some shit. Mm. Oh. Dude, I remember this bitch and I remember that show. What is that? She's uh, that Amanda Bynes? It, uh, the big comfy couch. I don't know. I don't think it's Amanda Bynes, but that, that show is called the big comfy couch. Huh. Very nice. Yeah, I remember big that comfy show. couch. That's something I got to look up. Yeah, it's kind of a fucking weird show. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens <laughs> either tonight or tomorrow. But I, I do agree. I don't know. I think I think. Um, I don't know. It's hard to say. I'm kind of on the fence about it. I mean, it I think it's fit. all a bunch of hogwash but it would fit perfectly in this upside down world right when you know like the whole thing going after putin as a war criminal when you have 
Bush, Clinton and Obama saying, hold my beer, you know, they killed millions of people. And it's like, you know, we, we just, I really think it's just a joke. I really think I, I I've come to put all this politics and everything. I mean, if you watch the news enough, you'll just go insane. I think if you oh, really totally take that shit serious, I think that's what they're trying to do. Just absolutely break people. And we're getting to the break to the threshold. Like, I think we're at a point now where nobody's really watching the news anymore. They're struggling to get people scared anymore. And people are actually starting to flip a little bit and say, listen, man, enough's enough. Leave me alone. I just want to be left alone. And I think that's what we need to get this thing turned around. And I don't think investing energy into Trump is worth it. You know, I just, I don't know. I don't see any benefit to partaking in the circus anymore. You're more of a DeSantis guy, aren't you? No, I don't like any of them, man. (laughs) Fuck them all. Yeah, you're you're more of a meatball. Is that Trump's nickname for him? Meatball. (laughs) Meatball. Meatball. Oh, I love it, dude. I I always call Italians that are really shitty politicians meatball. I mean, like it's a good way to just throw a casual insult to an Italian. Fucking meatball. Throw a little shade. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Why not? I mean, that's the only race that you can actually make fun of as a as a white person is an Italian. So. You or know. the Irish. You still got the Irish. The Irish, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the but I'm, I'm part Irish. So Polish are I can't make... a... You gotta take right. it easy on yeah, take it easy on the Irish. Right, so if, right. if if not Trump, if not Biden, do you guys have is there anybody else in mind? I know we're nope. We're I don't trust out. any of them. Anybody that wants that position, I have no faith in. Absolutely. You're a fucking psychopath. If you want to be president, fuck you. Because honestly, they don't give a shit about us. They care about the corporations. If they want to be president, they don't give a fuck about the common person. It's all about money. And at that point, fuck you. I don't care. Yeah. I'm not playing. Seems like that's why they're fading uh, the technocrats in when they're kind of like pushing the lawyers out. I think a lot more people are going to start agreeing with like exactly what you said there, where, yeah, these politicians don't care about us. They've never cared about us. So let's bring in new set of minds rather than like legal experts let's bring in like math people science people Did you ever wonder that right it always blew my mind that the majority of these asshole politicians are lawyers i mean it makes sense man they're career lawyers to begin with you know and they know how to manipulate the law and they know how to use double speak and all new speak and all their terms and all that shit so they, they you know they have the silver tongue i get that but it's just amazing. It's like, that's not how this was initially set up, right? This was meant to have mm-hmm. a representatives of your area, not these career politicians. Mm. Man, I heard this really cool theory, and it was it's a science fiction idea, but it's uh, the planet of law and what we call reptilians. All of these lawyers and these government officials come from this planet called law. And they came here and then they just put these artificial laws onto us, the regular humans that are descendants of God and angels and all this shit, right? It's a theory. It's not 100% they, real. I don't they think. would have brought like maritime law and shit, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah. They, they, they come from this planet and then they brought their laws from this planet, which was like a slave system planet. They brought it over here and then they enslaved all of like God creation i think it's an interesting fun i like the idea man it's yeah, a fun dude. thing to think about you know like hey i'm not like oh yeah it's fucking true it's yeah no. yeah yeah but at this <laughs> i love the movie i love those things you know like those what ifs kind of scenarios now did you know 
the majority of people can't think about hypothetical situations. Makes perfect sense. Like you give them a hypothetical and it shuts them down. Are the majority of people (laughs) retarded or? Yes. That's where I'm leaning towards. Yep. Yeah. You know, they can't put themselves in someone else's shoes is what you're saying. Maybe, maybe not retarded, Bo, but, but unable to uh, analyze right and unable to rationalize and think outside the box other than what they've been programmed to yes. think yes yeah yeah no and i yes. think that goes that goes back to the whole red and blue flatter globe it's the same shit hmm. they've been programmed to think this one way and they just can't seem to even be open to a conversation to hear the other side again a hypothetical question um yeah, that makes perfect sense. I just read something on that actually the other day. How did you say what was the percent? I, I didn't. I had haven't heard the percentage. I somebody was talking about the other. I think it might have been um, what's his name. I can't remember. Joe Biden. I, I can't remember now. You know but what's interesting is because a lot of our, our a lot of our math problems, uh, like these word problems, back when I was in school. We're like, if you had three apples and you gave one away, how many do you have? So they like these people can't even do that shit. They don't do that anymore. Huh? The type of math. It's like ra- it's it's fucking it's called Common Core math. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's terrible. Like Common it's, Core math, it's the worst shit so ever. Pretty and, much and, the way that I understand it. Sorry, Bo. No, go uh, ahead, buddy. Is right. Two plus two is four. But if little Sally can write out on paper one plus one is four and it makes sense to her then it's correct the answer is correct hmm. and that's the the problem with call, common core and i mean it, it gets deeper than that I don't, I don't know a whole lot of details but that's kind of oh, essentially when you, that's the yeah, way my son's in it so when you start getting into like the multiplication and shit that they teach them it's so stupid it's all factors of 10 and then you have to take stuff and break it apart and pull it down. And it, it's just nonsense. It's, it's all... made to confuse. It's yeah. made to confuse. It's made to confuse. And they did that on purpose. It's like they honestly. It's hard. They are re- intentionally retarding <laughs> exactly, our children. Dude. Oh, no, they exactly. are intentionally. No, are... seriously, seriously. They and stopped giving agenda. homework in my son's school, Bo, because oh, they geez. said it was pointless. They said it was oh, just a waste of time, which I agree with them a lot of the stuff they were doing. But they have no after school assignments anymore, which is comical, you know, from like an education system to think that, yeah, there's no need to do any work outside at a fourth grade level. Like he's doing they don't have any book reports or any of that shit. And what I think that's meant to do is to get people to where they don't want to have passion in their workplace. Right. So like if you're because like in theory. If you're working like at, at, you know, let's just say you graduate high school and you just want some shitty job, you just want to be able to like pay for your apartment and, and uh, you know, your bills or whatever you go and get a job at, let's say, yeah, Geico, just the first thing that comes to mind. You go and work at Geico. I don't work at Geico. I'm just saying like, you know, someone goes and gets a job at Geico. They don't give a shit about insurance. They don't care about the cool gecko and any of that shit. They just got the job. Normal people. You work and then you go home. You don't think about your job when you're off the clock, right? But if people are passionate about their jobs, they're thinking about that shit a lot more. Like when they're off the clock, they're going to be like, you know, maybe they're starting their own business. Maybe they're, um, you know, they're actually doing shit that's off the clock. When a kid's in school, they're 
quote unquote, they're on the clock. Right. And then when they go home, they're off the clock. So it's like, yeah, don't give these kids anything when they're off the clock, just to get them used to only like punching in and then punching out. I, I love Does that. that sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree with that because I, the more I think about it too, and it's, it's also teaching them that like when they go home, they don't have to do any work. Yeah. Just you know? fuck off, play video games. Right. Yeah. Like my son, I make him do still make him do reports and stuff. Like we do little book reports or we make like, we do like little journal entries where he'll draw a picture and then I'll have, or about what he read and then have him write up a little, you know, a couple paragraph write up on it just to get him in that habit of doing something because they have to, they have to do stuff outside. I mean, I, I feel like if you have no structure at home, that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Absolutely. You're fucked. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fucked. Yeah, for sure. Like, like I'm, you I'm, said, right, punching in, punching out. I don't know, Bo, about you, but I mean, I would have loved that shit. Oh, me? Oh, dude, I like, I honestly, I didn't even graduate on my own. My baby's mom graduated for me, honestly. Like, I, I, uh, I dropped out of high school. She dropped out of high school. Um, like, we both were fucking off for a long time. And then I got into like a, uh like a a high school online program you know what i'm saying kind of the same shit of what they have the kids in now and like the program that we were in was so shifty that like my baby mom did like all of my stuff at home and then she would give me a basic rundown before i had to go in the next day to test it and then i would go in and then i'd test it and i'd fucking test out but it like it was basically set up like it was ridiculous dude but yeah, so I owe my like I owe my graduation for my baby's mom, but I've never honestly though in the same breath I've never had a job opportunity where they've been like, "Hey man, what's your credentials with your uh, high school employment?" You know what I'm saying? And then honestly too, the time that I've ever made the most money in my entire life was when I wasn't working for no corporation. I was just working for myself, and I was I was just using my general knowledge and my general skills to make money. You know what I'm saying? So I I don't really I don't fucking I don't like school at all anyways and i'm really grateful for the fact that my daughter also i mean okay so this is this is gonna come out fucked up make me seem like a fucked up parent but like my daughter has the same like distaste for authority that i do that i've always had she don't like it man and so when she's in school and they're telling her all this shit and they're telling her oh you got to do this this way like she like we're getting calls from the principal all the time because my daughter be trying to challenge challenge entirely trying to challenge i don't and see I'm, nothing wrong with that at all hey i don't see you know anything what? wrong with it either I, that's when i, I, that's I when congratulate I tell the principal, her to it deal with it yeah it's your i congratulate job. her for it i'm like i'm like all right check it out maybe if you don't like what they're telling you to do you just just go ahead and like just do it to get through with your day and if you don't like it i understand you don't like it you know you can tell your teacher you don't like it you know you can be a thorn in their side. Like I used to be that way. I used to be a thorn in the side to all my teachers, but I'd still do my shit and get my shit done until, until I started doing drugs and then fucked off the entire idea of doing school at all, you know, and then thus had to return three, four years later and have my baby mom graduate for me. But you know, as long as, long as she doesn't make all those decisions leading up, she'll be fine. You know what I'm yeah, there's saying? There's a fine dude. line there, right? Like, it's like, yeah, I don't, you don't need to listen to authority, but yeah, you don't want, obviously, I mean, you know, I, most, most people don't want their kids going out there and fucking around doing, doing bad shit. There's right. uh, a healthy uh, skepticism of authority, not just fully abandoning authority, right? Some authority is okay. 
right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, you like so you don't just want like uh you you can't paint anything with a broad brush. You got to be like yeah you know like this this makes sense. I'll follow this law like not kill my neighbor right. I'll follow that. That makes sense. But you know certain other laws that are out there and I'm not going to list any of them here that don't make sense to me. But there's laws out there that don't make sense. And that, quite frankly, I think it's irresponsible to follow some of these laws that are out there. Um, but yeah, like that's well, where you listen as to a- some of these fucking idiots, Rye. Like I try and teach my son, like, hey, be respectful to everyone until they've proven to you they're not worthy of your respect. And at that point, give them none of it because there's like teachers, right? Like, I mean, respect your teacher, right? Don't put them on a pedestal. But you can't go in there calling him an asshole or, or you're acting, yeah. acting disrespectful. So you got to go in there and be be respectful. But once they you realize it's just a teacher, it's not any they're not anything special. They're just another person with issues, you know, and because when we were kids, you couldn't talk back to the teacher. That's your teacher. Oh, my God. And parents put the teachers on a pedestal. I'm like, this asshole, this lady's got more issues than anybody I know. And nowadays, our teachers are fucked up, though. Matt. A lot They're of them. Up. A lot of them are fucked up. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, why so I... too, Bo? Because the system is pushing away the good ones. <laughs> yeah, yep. that's very true. That's very true. I agree with that wholeheartedly, 110%. Yeah, that's true. I think we yeah. talked about it, la- or maybe we didn't talk about it last week, but I, I think it might have been on my Patreon call on Friday with all the patrons. We were talking about, listen, they're not going to change the education system. It is doing exactly what it's designed to do. And it is designed to slow down the kids and make them dependent. Make them follow a system. Wouldn't you think, though, like you were mentioning your son, they cut off his homework. Like, so he he doesn't have anything to do when he gets home. Wouldn't you think, though, that if, and I'm not disagreeing with, with this idea, but if they want you to be that hamster in the fucking loop constantly going, you know, in a circle, in a circle, in a circle, that they would want you to go home and to have a bunch more work so you can't really let go of school when you get home and relax because you're constantly thinking about that that book report you have to do or the two pages of math homework you have to do. Oh, you yeah. I mean? No, I mean, my, my niece gets like an hour of homework a night and she's in a different state, but and they're about the same age. You know, I think they're like a grade apart. But I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, from a from a machine standpoint. Yeah. If you want. If you want to keep cranking them out, you're going to give them less and less free time. But I think what they they realize, a lot of these kids aren't doing anything productive with that free time, right? A lot of these parents are just saying, oh, here, go take a screen. Just leave me, you know, go. YouTube, TikTok. Yeah. That's the, uh, fuck, man, that's the establishment's fault, though, man, because they, they, they done fucked that shit up when they was like, all right, kids, they, you guys ain't going to school no more. Here's a screen, you know? They did that that shit for however long, like two, almost three years during, uh, throughout the pandemic. They they uh, they institutionalized all these kids for nothing more than that, you know. Well, I know that fucked up. That fucked up my kid. I feel like I feel like she would have been doing better in school had she not started her first year. Was it kindergarten or first grade? Yeah, kindergarten. Her first year of kindergarten was on a fucking screen, and the whole right. time, all you hear is these kid, kids giggling in the background. You know, I'd look over if I wasn't paying like 100% attention to my daughter and she'd have her laptop kind of folded down so the, the fucking camera is looking at the space bar. I'm like, dude, pay attention. And this teacher can't do nothing about it because there's, you know, I don't know, 20 kids in the class. They're all kindergartners. They're all, you know, 
remote learning <laughs> could be done by AI, yeah. you know, at that point. Oh, I'm I sure think about coming. how hard it is to pay attention as a kid in fucking kindergarten, dude. I mean, now, now try to pay attention to a TV, right? right. Like, how is the TV going to keep your attention? Yep. Well, yep. actually, oh, yeah. phones and TVs seem to keep fucking make these kids pay a lot of attention, but like, it's not a if know, it's interesting, person. right? Right? If it's an interesting topic, if it's not something interesting, what do they do? They swipe. Now, right, right, right. Now you're saying you can't swipe. You have to and watch, watch this lady. You know, I saw my son do it. He would like try and egg the dog on to come over and mess with him so he could like act like he's distracted and shit. Like, you can't have kids sit in front of a screen for more than a half hour at a time and and, and expect any effective learning at that, especially at that age. Unless you got like fucking Peppa Pig teaching them some shit or something, you know, it's got to be some character man that that would actually be more effective but then they start like idolize i mean it, there's no easy answer because then they start idolizing these uh cartoon characters and shit which they kind of already do but yeah man no it's a it's a messed up system that they're in and these kids are i mean we're gonna see another one of these things happen in our lifetimes i don't know if it's gonna be a bill gates situation again because bill gates is already talking about uh you know we're not ready for the next pandemic we need a fire department in his words we need a fire department for pandemic uh you know sim like a worldwide sort of fire department for these things so it kind of lets you believe that maybe there is something that's already in the works um i don't know man it seems like they like this tele learning tele medication tele everything i mean you can do it all online these days so it's shitty these kids are fucked man it, we're going to be seeing it a lot more in the next i don't know 10 15 years the results of all this Mm -hmm. yeah I think it's, yeah i think it's, it's gonna get i think it's gonna kind of get nasty and i think it boils down to whether or not your kids are in school or not you know i'm i'm fortunate enough to be able to my fiance is a stay-at-home mom so i'm fortunate enough for her to be able to do this homeschool stuff which i'll tell you right now from my experience is not fucking easy at all it's i think it's like 10 times harder as opposed to just dropping your kid off at school and then picking them up in a couple hours later and pretty much for the most part the work's done um, but yeah, I think it's going to get nasty. And I think it, again, it boils down to the parents, um, making sure that they're teaching their kids right from wrong. And I mean, it goes, it goes a lot deeper than that, but yeah, pr prayers, save the children, man. Dude, a hundred percent. That's the most save important the thing. You know, it's interesting. Uh, Brandon was actually homeschooled. My, uh, cousin, my old co-host of this show, most liberal dude, I fucking know, and couldn't be a bigger supporter of the system. He was homeschooled, you know? Um, so it's not just, you know, to say that, that homeschool kids are going to have the advantage. It's like, it's the parent relationship. Cause I know for a fact, my relationship with my parents is much, much better than the relationship that he had. And this is not something that like I'm exposing here on the show. He talked about it before on the show mm -hmm. and stuff, but um, you had the, the, the relationship between the child and the parents is so much more important even than we think it is the most important thing that anyone can have and i don't have kids so some people might think i'm talking out of line but i had two great parents man that are still together today i mean it's like i, I don't know I, I was joking it's like fucking a thousand years that these two have been together i don't know anyone else that had their parents are still together as long as these two have been so you know they they did some good things now uh you know i'm not the best example but my sister's great you know so she's younger <laughs> Um, <laughs> you know, these, these people are, you know, it's a, it's a tough thing to do. It's a really tough thing, but you have to have that relationship with your kids, man. And, and that's, and, that's, and what's going to, 
a child needs a male and a female role model too. They need, mm -hmm. they need the both energies in biological. Their, yep. And it, I mean, you can get away with a step if, if their intentions are right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like a biological men or men or women. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. 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 But for yeah, I was never part, confused about, you know, my mom being a mom and my dad being a dad. That was always yeah. very clear to me. <laughs> um, you know, it's sad though, man. It's sad that, that a lot of kids today aren't going to know that they're not going to know like what real, like, family units are and that's designed that's all orchestrated yeah they've yeah, been yeah. saying that since the 70s that they were gonna break up the family yeah well, i was born in in 1990 and i remember like a lot of my friends like my parents were divorced and i would say like 90 percent of my friends maybe like 80 percent of my friends all their parents were divorced you know so to hear that, that your mom and dad are still together i mean that's fucking awesome that's awesome Thanks, man. Yeah, no, I, I'm so proud of them, dude. Like, it takes a lot of hard easy. work. I've seen them fucking fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they stuck it out. That's what it's all about, man. Yeah. No, thank you, man. Yeah, it's a. It, uh, like I said, I'm really proud of them. But quick, quick question. Um, and I hope I'm not getting too far off topic, but just real quick, what did you think about the fights this weekend? <laughs> oh, dude. I mean, they were great, man. You had, uh, you know, I, I, I parlayed uh, Gaethje and Edwards to, see, to you, win. You, you see, I did not think Edwards was going to win at all. I, I did, but I thought he was going to actually do a lot better than he did, dude. He, he kind of went in there and just like chilled. He, I thought he could have done a lot better, but um, yeah, I thought Roman Delizze was going to beat Marvin Vittori. He didn't do that. Um, it, it seems like someone could go in there with a shot gun and they just can't knock out marvin vittori that dude i you know I, I i talk a lot of shit about italians but that motherfucker's got a hard head um he he's does 29 years does. old so that's a big advantage but i thought they were great dude there was a, you know the prelims were good um i i, I bet against makayev biggest uh favorite on the card i bet against him and he almost lost because this dude bent his knee backwards dude, that was gross somehow you he didn't his camp. how yeah. did he not how did he keep fighting? That was insane. Oof. I don't know. And he, he ended up getting a finish. I don't like the dude. I think he's very, very overrated. And uh, I think that now after seeing that, I think that his biggest assets is his mind. He's not that skilled. He's not a dangerous fighter. He's just on a different level mentally. He's from uh, Dagestan. So, you know, those dudes are built a little different. But uh, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it, man. You watch it, Chef? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I watch every... I. Yeah, I watch every Saturday. Me and my fiance, we either watch the uh, the fight nights or UFC, waiting for Tufts, uh the Ultimate Fighter to start up. Nice. But yeah, that's like one of my. I think I've heard you guys, um, if not both of you guys, talk about this. But you all need like with everything going on and the the topics that that we talk about, you need that outlet, just something yeah. just to fucking let your brain go, and that's my go to. Yeah, it's the so, best yeah. one too. I was That's just curious. Uh, I really wanted to know if you if if you thought uh because I I was I told everybody that I was like Usman's gonna fuck this full up and I was sadly sadly mistaken. Vegas was on your side too. Yeah, yeah. true. Nobody fucked anybody up in that fight though, man. I, I thought that uh, you know knowing how these judges are, I think that it's really really shameful when a champion level fight goes like that where no one's really trying to finish anyone. So like you, you got to go in there and, and try you knew to get a finish. In England, Usman was going to have to finish him to win that, you know, or just totally dominate because it was yep. like it was almost going in there saying, "Okay, Edwards has got the upper hand. It's in England. 
he's got the home field advantage or whatever yep. the fuck they call yep. it. But yeah, I agree. I was disappointed, man. I thought it was going to be a better fight, you know, or more exciting. I I just thought it was kind of slow. Well, you had Gaethje and Fazeev right before that. that That's the fucking amazing. main event of the year. That was already. one of the best fights of the year. Yeah, that was my favorite. That was even he, close too, though. That was kind of close. I wasn't. I wasn't a thousand percent sure before they raised Gaethje's hand. I was not a thousand. But it, you can't be. You can't be because the judges. You know what I mean? And I, think I was even, looking uh, at Fazeev's face. I was like, yeah, I think Gaethje won this, yeah. and I bet on Gaethje, so I was biased. But yeah, were you surprised? It was a, a majority draw? It wasn't a majority draw. It was uh, uh, what was it? Because there was a, a 28 28. Oh, no. It was 28 28 and two 29 28s. Yeah. Yeah. So it ended up being in the favor of Gaethje. There was no draw there. There was only one draw in the night, and it was the second fight. That's what it was. Yeah. But well, yeah. Gaethje, was... If Gaethje had lost, I think Gaethje was going to throw his gloves down. And I, I think, think he actually mentioned that. He mentioned that. And I was like, no. Like, I want to see, like, at least one more title fight would be fucking awesome. Well, I heard today. Find my favorite Edwards, fighter next. Edwards won't fight Covington. Edwards won't fight Covington. Yeah, yeah I remember Edwards Colby Covington he, was talking shit right after. Dana Dana said that Covington was was going to be next to fight Edwards, and Edwards says he he's not fighting Covington. That was something else I actually meant to bring up on the Cunt Show, which I forgot. I'm glad that you brought him up because there's no other UFC fighter that talks about Trump more than Colby Covington. And who's out there talking about Trump in the fucking post-fight press conference and the pre-fight press conference? Colby Covington. And he's sitting there saying, Trump's going to come back. He's going to make America great. All this shit. You know, he's going out there while this whole... And they actually asked him in the presser, what do you think about his pending arrest uh, and indictment and all this shit? And he's like, yeah, it's fake, you know, but then he just goes on and on and on about how great he is. And uh, (laughs) I thought that was interesting. He's just diehard Trumper, dude. He He is, is, dude. He's a fuck, dude. Is it was a rest? Ah, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought it was interesting timing because no one knew that he was going to go there and be that backup fighter. But yeah, man, it's uh, there's there's conspiracies and all this shit, dude. You can always find some weird connection in all of it, and um, I think that that's one cool thing about sports in general is all the little weird things you can find within them. Oh yeah, but, and every sport's got its own quirk, you know. Yeah. And, and until you get into it, you don't know them. But there's people yeah. that spend a lifetime in it, and they know every little one. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, did you guys see this shit with Fauci? I don't know where, when this video was filmed or whatever, but it's it came out. I, I saw no it, way. I saw it bouncing around social media today. This is so crazy, Matt, that you're sharing this. I literally just um, saved this video when I seen it today too, because I was just like. Bruh, I'm about to go over this on anti-slave. This is so crazy that you're yeah, about I thought to... this was from like the Fauci documentary. And then I was like, oh, this isn't from, this can't be from the documentary. I and think this is settled. older. Yeah. And then, no, that's this crazy. Is, no, this it's is a not crazy old. synchronicity. It's this not? Is, this is from this, uh, from the pandemic. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's not like 2020, like it's not 2023. It's like probably like 20... 2021 probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, trying yeah. to get him to take it. Yeah, and you notice how they're doing this shit in the ghettos too. You oh, know they what I'm saying? Go, yeah, they're going after black people because they and wouldn't have take you, it. Have you seen? Have you seen too how um a lot of the adverse effects and the VARES reports had to do with people that were of minor, my, quote unquote minorities? Like they, we were we're seeing a high influx in African Americans, uh, high influx in Spanish Mexican people, 
like it's dude, dude like i've it's disgusting i've it's... had to go i've had to go to the doctors here in the past however long out in tacoma and we've we got a high african-american population out here in tacoma and i'm not i'm like i'm not even joking you dude like when we went in there uh because my girl she or my ex-girlfriend she got the vaccine and shit she was having some weird side effects she wasn't able, like she was getting like this weird stuff but bro i'm saying we like there was two elderly african-american people that collapsed in front of us and like i like mm-hmm. sitting inside of this hospital i had never heard this many uh when they say oh whatever it is it's like uh they say i can't i can't remember what it is but when they they say something like it's like something blue something blue um codes like code blue code blue thank you thank you ryan yeah code blue they be saying code blue man like you wouldn't even believe it like this dude that walked up in that hospital with this cane and shit we seen him come in and he was having the raspy breath and stuff and he was he was sitting there not even as long as we were sitting there and his ass had already collapsed mm-hmm. but yeah no man like that's just one that's one point and one thing that i've been thinking is that fauci is a goddamn racist bill gates is a goddamn racist and i just think it's hilarious how bill gates wanted to post that shit with him and his wife they said for some reason that the the people that needed to get vaccinated first were the elderly community and the african-american community because the last last time i motherfucking checked it don't matter if me being white here or my homie who's black there wherever the fuck you know what i'm saying we bleed the same blood we have the same fucking structure makeup it you know what i'm saying it there's no reason why they should be pushing oh yeah if you're african-american get this vaccine first that's because well, they're more they're more susceptible to covid Bro. That's that's bullshit. It's eugenics, bro. It's They're weak. Bill... They need our help. Oh my bro. god, Bo, it's you disgusting. have to understand. They need our help. We're here to it's help. Disgusting. Them. And this guy knows it, and help. he's like, "Get the fuck out of here with your eugenicist ass, you motherfucking <laughs> bitch ass, motherfucking Fauci." Like he knows it. He's like, "I already, I remember, I remember Tuskegee." Okay, I know, I know, y'all medical malpractice when it comes to us, them, you know. They're the test. It's disgusting. Why are we doing this to these people? Dude, let's listen to this dude. Sorry for the rant. No, man. That's what this is for. The information that's been given to us right now. So I'm not going to be lining up taking a shot on a vaccination for something that wasn't clear in the first place. And then you all create a shot in miraculous time. It takes years to... Well, it used to take years. You know how you know how many years we're invested in this in this approach? About twenty years of science. Yes. How many people have died from COVID nineteen in the United States? Six hundred thousand Americans. Well, you, well, that well the, the number that you all given that died that that once again that's you all's number. You gonna pass? Yeah, definitely. Because when, right. when you start talking about paying people to get vaccinated, when you start talking about incentivizing things to get people vaccinated, there's something else going on with that. Something else. You're right. But I'm glad millions of people like me and most everybody here didn't get an incentive. You know what their incentive was? Protecting their health and protecting the city. Well, but that, I, I, well, I won't keep okay, doing anymore. It's okay because my, 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 my incentive uh, campaign is about fear. It's about That's inciting right. fear in people. You I all attack people with fear. That's what this pandemic is. It's a fear. It's fear, this pandemic. That's all it is. Hell yeah. People I, did, in America. And, no, I love it guy, too. Man. 
I love it too how they decide that they want to be walking like they they're like oh Anthony Fauci has to be walking through the fucking the hood in New York I think is when that where they said that was filmed at but I'm not sure uh because I had the other video of it too that that one is kind of cut a little bit there's another one that's a little bit longer when they yeah. get into an argument a little bit more but like so it's kind of funny to me how Fauci is dumb bitch ass has to be walking through these areas with fucking like six like six african americans like show me another time when we're gonna see fauci with a bunch of black people when do they ever go door to door to help you to give you help never absolutely never they it's bullshit dude i and and like when i was on the when this pandemic stuff first started happening and shit like i was still on the streets and stuff and i was still on drugs and like we seen a lot of that shit like we seen a lot of that shit with a with people that were like, oh, these COVID people that were coming down to the camps and stuff and being like, oh, we can get you in here and here or in these hotel programs or whatever. But you want to know what the stipulation of those shits was? Is you got to take a fucking shot. Yep. And they were and they were going out to all these people, man, and they were getting them up off the streets, getting them off the streets, quote unquote. Like it was a it was like a fear thing among all of us. We knew it was like you see them shits, you see them white vans coming up to your camp, you know, you run. You know what I'm saying? And that's that was a big thing that we was talking about back in the day and shit. And like that, that's just all that shit. It's just sketchy to me because they they totally took that vaccine, and it it and a hundred and ten percent, I believe, it has a lot to a a lot to do with eugenics because we can look at these various reports. We can see that there's a lot of adverse side effects happening with a lot of people. But there's um, there's when, one thing though that drove all this money. Oh, it was, it, it was the, lar- the single largest transfer of wealth in history was during the pandemic. Absolutely. You know, what's interesting, too, when you watch that clip, how would someone that doesn't think like us and thinks on the opposite side, how would they view that clip? They would see it's an ignorant, poor dummy, not angry, accepting black help. Man. Yeah, an angry black man not accepting help. Yep. Uh, um, uh. he's not he's not an articulate individual so it makes it seem like he's not smart he's living in what looks like a ghetto so it seems like he's not smart but i mean we can see through that but this tolerant side of everything will see this guy and paint him with a, a broad brush and say yep. yeah this guy is just Good. some dumb idiot that's not following the leader and fauci and not falling in line here and the funniest part right those are the same motherfuckers carrying their black lives matter sign exactly <laughs> you know? exactly and they're going to call this guy a fucking idiot. You know, yep. it's so it's so uh, upside down. And that's what pisses me off about these people, because they're so fucking fake. It's like yeah. you're all about Black Lives Matter, but you have no black friends or no, no black people or want nothing to don't do anything <laughs> yeah. in the black community. You know, you see a guy like that and think he's dumb. You know, yeah, that's it's all virtue signaling and, and and that these people need my help. Right. Like that black people are helpless and they need your help. Like, get the fuck out. They don't want yep. your fucking help. Not that's not racist in its own. Com- not in the mindset that you're coming in. Yep. You're coming in like you're better than them. No, get the fuck out of here. I think he did Absolutely. a pretty good job. I think he did. Yeah, a he did good great. Job. I'm just saying, like you know, some some uh, you know Harvard educated piece of shit's gonna look at that guy and oh, be yeah. like, oh yeah, he doesn't know the full story. CNN. I think CNN he did great would too. rip that guy yep. apart. He doesn't care about his community. He's yep. not trying yep. to. Yeah, yeah. And that's what that's what the 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 female is trying to say. You know. Like, you know why we yeah. all got it and we got it just, you know, for our own health, but we want to protect the city, the community. Like, yeah, no, that's yeah. a bunch of fucking bullshit. 
Yeah. I, I, don't, I just don't good. even know how you can trust Fauci after. I mean, you've seen the video compilations where he's like, you don't need a mask. The best way to prevent, you know, any type of flu is to get it. Once you get it, you're set. And he just flip flops, flip flops, flip flops, well, flip. What about Gates? Gates was all about the vaccine. And then as soon as he pulled his money out, he flipped and he's like, ah, nah, it was basically just old people and fat people. <laughs> yeah. Like what? That, and a com- that and respirators, throw them on a respirator. Remdesivir. You know, uh, all this my shit. favorite thing that I don't know if you guys remember back when this started was literally National Hug a Chinese Day. Yes. In, in Italy. Pelosi sponsored it. And they had it in Italy and and Pelosi's Italian. So, yeah, you know, they're bringing it from Italy over to here and they're trying to push that. And they were telling people to go to Chinatown in Los Angeles and hug every Chinese person you see who just came over from the Chinese, came back from the fucking Chinese New Year over in China. But it was also for later people to say, look, the Chinese people were spreading it. Right. It wasn't the Chinese people. It wasn't any fucking race. It was just like, let's let's lay these seeds of doubt all over the place. They're so good at this, man. That's why they because at the end of the day, there is like an an entity that controls the Internet. That clip is is viewed by us and seen by us because we're allowed to see that. Right. And that's my opinion. You can argue with me and say that, no, some of this stuff slips through cracks. I tend to not think so. The reason that that clip is, is because of the type of dude that that is a more independent guy right dude that's not really uh necessarily part of the system that dude street um, smart as fuck street smart not book smart whatsoever i wouldn't be surprised if he didn't graduate high school and that's nothing to fucking nothing against the dude it's just like there you can tell you can tell when someone's fucking harvard educated versus like street smart right that dude is street smart like you said matt i i don't think he's ivy league okay but it's, I'm not it's fucking Ivy League, dude. I, I'm me neither. I'm, I'm a step below a monkey. Yeah. Right. Now, that's what I'm saying. Is that what's interesting is that they put those out so that there is two sides to the argument. Is what I'm saying. And and that's what they did with Hug a Chinese Day. It's what they do with all this shit. It's all so that people can just be like, well, yo, look at this guy or look at this chick or you know, it's it's just they're I so agree. good at the propaganda. And they my favorite ride was when they wore the African cloths and took a knee in the capital. The Kinte guard, mm. and oh. you know that was the Ashanti tribe, and the Ashantis were the ones that sold slaves to the white people. Yes. What are we doing here? I mean, that's wild that they did that, and mm. and you know it took a lot a while for people to figure that out. But they come from uh, Ghana, and you can actually look this up. The Ashantis fucking were one of the 12 tribes or something that sold black people to uh, the colonists. Does so, not surprise yeah. me. I, I mean, but, it should it should surprise us, but it doesn't, right? Yeah, it's yeah. It's like, yeah, fuck? no. Makes well, sense. I, I agree. I agree with you when you said that, like, when we see this type of stuff, it's because we were granted access to see it. So I don't know if you guys seen, but there's that the the TikTok video going around. So it was right after the the China Baroon, all the shit in the fucking sky. China Baroon. Yeah, hey, hey, hello uh, Baroon. Hello, Macy. Macy, go look, look, take a look on you. See what you're doing. What about a Baroon? <laughs> uh, but right after that, I had a coworker. I was kind of talking to him a little bit about it, and he's like, "Dude, you gotta fucking see this video, dude. My buddy just sent it to me." And uh, I'm in Southern California, so about 30 minutes south of us, um, during the day, there was a TikTok video, right? You see the train track going, and there's an 18-wheeler hauling a fucking half of a UFO. I'm talking like... 
days after all this ufo shit right and it's got a uh what do you call that not a barricade a, a motorcade of cops behind it and then where i'm from on like the little hometown page um on facebook someone posted right down the street that same fucking 18 wheeler going with the half of a fucking ufo on it i mean it's fucking huge it's huge and nobody was talking about it but it's like I think that was all planted. Like they literally did that shit on oh, purpose. Oh fuck yeah! If they're gonna you move the I mean? UFO, they ain't moving daylight. in the middle of the yeah. day. Yeah, <laughs> it's, you should check it out though. It's fucking crazy. I mean, the thing is no huge. Tarp. It's fucking yeah. huge. No tarp, no nothing on it. Fuck ton of cops behind it. Like if it was a movie prop, like usually when I here in California at least, like if they're moving like modular homes and shit, they'll have the other truck behind that says oversized load with the lights yeah. flashing. And, you know, you they're going like have to by long. Yeah, this, and this thing's. I, I, again, I don't know how big it was. I mean, I saw how big it was. It was pretty fucking big. I don't know how much it weighed. I don't know what it was made out of. Um, but it was just interesting. And no one fucking blinked an eye. And, and uh, there was that, like, meme going around, like, something to do with, uh, you know, it's bad when when your buddies, when you're a conspiracy theorist and your buddies are telling you there's fucking UFOs in the sky and you got to pretty much tell them, like, nah, it's not, like, it's not what you think it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I did. But anyhow, yeah, I think a lot of this shit, they're all seeds, they're all planted, they're here for a purpose. Dude, yeah, there's that uh there's that comedian girl that I keep trying to get on here. She just does a, a comedy show every Monday, but she's hilarious, dude. She does um like conspiracy themed comedy. And uh there's actually one that was funny that you might like, Matt. She was talking about like she was like, Yeah, like this uh this footage got leaked to me. I'm going on ancient aliens next week. And she goes out there and she's standing in front of a huge door in like a barn. And she's like, the only explanation is the Giants made this door because look, look at the size of me and the size of the door. I can't open the door, you know, and shit like that. But she was talking about how um, like she believed in aliens until Hillary Clinton started saying that they're real. And then she's like, now nah, I don't fucking believe in aliens anymore, you know, and she's like doing these sets that are so funny, man. I'd like to get her on. I've talked with her once before on the show um she's kind of blown up it seems like right now so it's kind of shitty but yeah dude it's i mean it is comedy that's just out there dude it's it's like right for the picking if you're not afraid to talk about this shit it's hilarious time everything everything it seems like everything's on the table right now though right i mean i don't think there's anything that's off the table at this point it seems like you know war they've been pushing for war with anyone and everyone uh now that the and it's it's kind of funny because as their money falls off from the pharmaceuticals, it picks up in the war machine. So there's never an end to them having a a chance to capitalize on our misery. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's interesting, dude. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I um I have some uh, I have some footage of this uh what we were just talking about the uh, UFO in California that was uh running through on that uh if I could share my screen really quick and show you guys this shit should be able to yeah, yeah go for it dude okay yeah yeah I can okay sorry just took me a second there but like yeah so check this out man like uh, I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna, I'm not I'm, I'm gonna say I don't show the audio because this audio is hard I already listened to it once but. So this is the this this was like near Chef too because one of his homies hit him up and says something about this, how they had seen it. But this this has a lot to do, in my opinion, with like Project Bluebeam and how they're rolling us into Project Bluebeam because why would they have this shit on the back of a fucking truck just cruising around through California without you know what I'm saying in the midst of all this disclosure stuff that's going on? 
uh it's just kind of a uh, suspect but anywho let me get on to normalize it yeah 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 it's just crazy it seems like how chef stated earlier like a movie prop type shit but uh here's one of the videos you can see like dude that's how how are they going to be driving that shit through california bro is that a satellite though Looks could like be a, like a half a satellite oh, i haven't seen this one. Oh, of course it's it could Chinese. be half a satellite who knows yeah. but if, if you notice if you look at the if you look at it where it's cut in half you could kind of see some some like blast patterns where it kind of made, they're kind of trying to make it look like this shit was shot down yeah <laughs> this is like two days after all that shit got shot down. i put nothing past them anymore I I really do feel like we're in a fucking movie set at times, and they're Absolutely. just setting, they're setting scenes, you know, and they're Absolutely. just setting the stage and they're testing. Okay, are they going to buy into this? What's yep. what's the feedback we get, right? And they're constantly that's it. It's just a constant litmus test on us. Like, how much are they going to buy it? And then when we they get enough of us to buy it, okay, push the gas, let's go. It's good. Yeah, it's I don't think there's any there's any, there's no limit to the craziness at this point, man. Nothing's no, off the table. Well, how about this, dude? <laughs> U.S. continues to support terrorists in Syria. So we're still supporting the Islamic State in Syria. We just gave them all of our time. fucking guns. Which is, that? well, that was in Afghanistan. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. right? That's and right. this is in Syria, they're still fucking, because they're fighting the Russians there, too. Yep. So it's like, dude, there is no end to the just i mean it goes all the way the gaslighting of the u.s like man if i was making t-shirts for isis i would make that i would put that flag on a shirt and i would say these colors don't run like uh you know how they say that with the, with the american flag and they'll do that shit these colors don't run it's like yeah, we fucking do we did twice yeah so yeah no that's that's wild dude dude i i, I keep seeing this shit and then i saw one where they they I, or amazingly, they stopped an ISIS terrorist on uh, St. Paddy's Day from shooting a bunch of cops in New York at the St. Paddy's Day parade. I'm sure he had no ties to the FBI whatsoever. Absolutely. Yeah, or the or the CIA. Yeah, or it's the CIA. Just, but that's the thing; like they play both sides, right? It's like the wars. When you realize that the wars are just banker wars, and yep. that they're funding both sides, and they're just in it to make a profit, they don't care about the cattle that are involved, because that's all we are—is cattle to them. We're fucking useless eaters. So when you realize that, you're like, "Holy shit, man!" And that, and that's what we're starting to see on the every with everything. It's like either you have or you don't have, and if you don't have, you're less than us. And there's it, it, the divide is just getting greater and greater, it seems, over the last couple of years. I hate that term, useless eaters. I know it's 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 so interesting that they call us that, but I yeah. guess that's it's accurate in their minds. I mean, I don't know. What do we do for them other than just give our fucking money over to them? You know what I mean? We don't really do much for them, so it's interesting. Dirty fucking dogs. They're dirty dogs. Scum of the earth, man scum yeah, of the earth matt i sent you that uh video you got to check that out when we're done dude it's funny yeah the, uh, the giant door thing it's so funny you might i think you'll think it's funny I oh her, her video what's that her video yeah 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 okay cool yeah you have to check it out hopefully she'll come on at some point but 
pretty. Funny I think that'd show. be a that that'd be a dope, entertaining episode. Yeah, you I said did. you've had her on before, or no? I've talked with her before, but I keep trying to get her on here. She just does this show. It's called Kill Tony, I guess. Uh, every oh, I've already killed Tony. You with Tony Monday. Yeah, yeah, she does that every Monday. So it's hard, it's hard to get her on, but maybe if she misses out one time, because yeah, dude, she's cool, man. She's uh, I think that that like that kind of stuff is needed, especially as as dumb as it sounds from a female perspective. I think it's important, dude. Like uh, having like a logical female perspective that's willing to make fun of that whole like feminist agenda bullshit she makes fun of it and i think it's important man because it is goofy as fuck so yeah dude it's it's good shit and and that's when you know right when you can't make jokes about something there's something up right and Mm -hmm. that's what they always said i mean even in like the old system the old even in, in the old monarchies what did they have they had a court jester. What was his yep. job? His job was to make fun of the king in front of everybody, just to show that the king is one of us. Even though he's a little bit better, he sits in a higher seat. He still can be made. And once you couldn't make fun of that king, fuck, everybody knew this is going to be a bad reign. Yep. yep, this is about to be a bad time, man. <laughs> you, you look around now. Who can't you make jokes about? And that's who probably controls things. Yep. You know, yep. or has a large say in who controls things. And that's, you know, people don't want to think about it that way, but there's certain groups you can't make fun of. You can't make jokes about, nope, or otherwise you are canceled. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting, though, to that point, you can't really make fun of black people. You can't make fun of trans people, but I don't think that these elites care about black people and trans people and stuff like that. So it's interesting because I agree with that mostly. But yeah, there's definitely some groups that that like they they act like they're protecting these groups, but they're not. You know, I think because they want their votes, they want their they want their support. So like, hey, if definitely. we're gonna have your back, you know what I mean? Definitely, definitely. But it's like, yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, it's complicated, man. Yeah, it's because it's an interesting point, but I don't know, it's man. The, yeah, it's it, the fucking uh, it's the Jews, man. They're the they're the untouchable group. That's the one that you can't yeah. say anything about. You can't say. And that's not even saying like the Jews as in like the Jews as in Jewish people. Like that's talking about the, uh, you know, as if we'd be talking about, let's say, the uh, the elitists of the Catholic religion. Yeah, yeah, the, the, them guys. It'd be like They're really the that. Kabbalists, right? Yeah, it, that, that's yeah, we're not the talking one about the Jews Except for South Park. For some reason, it seems that South Park <laughs> can just poke however much fun they want. But the, honestly, I can't name another uh, show that has that many, like, pokes at at at, at a certain community. And like, and, and again, again though, it's not even like you can't even uh, criticize. It's not even criticizing the community as a whole. It's cri- it's criticizing the elites. It's the criticizing right. the cabal, the ones that are actually like hiding behind a religion, you know. But it's just funny to me that South Park can say so much, and like other places, like. I mean, for instance, like we all saw what happened with Kanye and not, not, not even saying that anything that Kanye was saying was 110 percent true, because I was with Kanye until he was like, oh, there's a lot of things I love about Hitler. You know, yeah, that was a little weird. I was with him until then. And I was like, oh, man, you said that. Fuck. I mean, you know, that there's there's debate about that stuff in the conspiracy world, but that's not something you can ever really say. Hey, no. and come back you're not gonna you're point. not gonna win by saying that right no. right, I mean, every, right and and i get it okay to so the people that are listening anybody that wants to see an alternate view go watch europa 
It's a movie called Europa, not movie. It's a documentary called Europa. There is a movie called Europa too, but go watch the documentary. It's on BitChute and it gives you an alternate perspective on the events of World War II. So we're not saying Hitler's a good guy, but at the same time, hey, who knows? I wasn't there. So I'm only reading secondhand, thirdhand. So it right, is- yeah, that's a good that's a good point, Matt. That's a good point. You know, I wasn't there. That's the way that I. That's the basically how I fucking look at everything. You know. Oh yeah, they say that they went to the moon. Fuck, I wasn't there. I didn't see that shit. You want to tell me the Earth's not flat? I wasn't there. I didn't see that shit. Yep. Prove it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Prove it, bitch. Yeah, it's like, dude, you can, and that's why, like, I don't hold any, I don't have any sacred cows, right? Because I don't, I haven't seen much. I haven't seen enough to, to really, like we talked about before, plant a flag in the ground and say, yep, I, this is where I'm, I'm dying on this. I mean, other than my son and my, you know, my family, that's fucking it. But none of my (laughs) beliefs, you know, like. Imagine know. you get that far down the rabbit hole. You're like, I don't even know if my son's real right now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, hey, you can't get to that point. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, is that's he, wild. Are we, is he a fucking simulation? <laughs> He's compromised, would, bro. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Controlled tell opposition, me you're real. kid. Yeah. Tell me you're real, child. Dude, have, have you guys been watching these new South Park episodes? Oh, they're fucking hilarious. The one with the chat GPT was classic. Insane. Like, what oh. they're doing. It's it's so good, and I actually, I mean, I've been going back, and I've I've always been a fan. I mentioned it on my show a thousand times. If I was going to say, Bo kept the streak alive for us for you because yeah, 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 we gotta have our weekly South Park mention, dude. Yes, Um, I watched one the other day just to go back to that Jew thing where Kyle, (laughs) the Jewish kid, there's a there's a scene where you know Jesus goes because Jesus is an actual character in South Park, like he's a live guy, right? He goes in and uh, they're trying to spread Christmas in Iraq. And this is like at the height of the Saddam Hussein shit. Right. And they go in there. Uh, the, the Iraqis shoot down Santa's sleigh. Jesus goes to try and save him with the kids and Mr. Hanky because it's Christmas time. He's the Christmas shit. Right. Christmas poo. And fucking uh, Jesus gets shot. And then <laughs> he's like suffering there. And Kyle, the Jewish kid, has to kill him. Yeah. and they're like he's like oh. i feel kind of weird as a jew killing jesus and he's like just do it my son you'll be forgiven and and, Kyle's <laughs> my neck. and then he died and it's like dude you can't do that anymore no and no, uh no. they just get away with this shit man and i love it dude but I, that's the beauty of animation right it, it is right right because right, right, right. yeah, yeah. they can like that's what the simpsons simpsons towed the line for years with yeah, like yeah. the pc <laughs> idea and then south park just blew it out of the water Totally took it to the next level. But you can't have human beings saying the same shit that cartoons say. It's amazing. Even if it's a comedy. Did you know that that last chat? I just looked, I was looking it up today because I actually, I, I I stuttered on my words here. Um, I stumbled across something about this and I think I lost it on here. Uh, A Simpson character. He was like one of the kids. Have you heard? I'm gonna have to look it up real quick. I had it pulled up, but anyhow, back to the Chat GBT. I heard that they actually used Chat GBT to co-write that episode. <laughs> I wouldn't Aww. be surprised, dude. It wouldn't be. Yeah, that that's would be funny as hell, though, because every I mean, Chat GBTs, we're just feeding that machine. Oh, right? totally. Every time we sign in, that's just giving it more data. It's like fuck, dude. 
Like I, I, I refuse to use it just for that ground. I'm like, dude, I'm giving it enough with all my daily activity. I'm like, I'm not going to go in and willingly have a conversation with you and fucking just empty my mind. I've <laughs> used it. I've used it. I I'll, I'll, I'll be the odd one out. I fucking, I use the shit out of chat. I, I love it, dude. And I, I thought it was so funny in that South Park episode. How <laughs> fucking Clyde was responding to baby. But just like just responding to text by cut copy and pasting that shit, and she was like, ah, and then fucking the kids Stan are writing their papers, yeah, and yeah, then Mr. Yeah. Garrison is grading the papers using it With too. Chat yeah. GPT, <laughs> you know, bro, back in the day, dog, like back in the day, dude, I wouldn't even have to have my baby mama fucking do my shit for me, right? You I was like, I don't even need you, baby mama. I got Chat yeah, GPT. At, at, what, at what point then does Chat GPT take over for you? Right, oh, and it's, gonna, just, it's gonna take over everything, man. You're just dude, like fuck it, dude. Yeah. You know, you could push a button and Chat GPT <laughs> takes over for you. It's like cruise control for your brain, right? Like that's fucked, man. Working. I right mean, chat. It's not gonna swing a hammer. I'm a blue collar worker. You know what I'm saying? So when I look at it, like with my job, I ain't worried about it because I'm a blue collar worker. Chat GPT ain't gonna be swinging no hammer, fixing no drywall. Fixing Robots. No that's what the metaverse is for, though, bro. That's what the metaverse is yeah, for. Meta and and robots. Right. Well, yeah, but but the it, regardless of whether or not there's a metaverse, it's not going to change the fact if I got some tenant that's got a leaking pipe inside of their unit. You know what I'm saying? Or no, but what I'm saying pull. is that there will be no need in the near future. Hopefully, we're all long gone, and hopefully, like our you like your your guys's kids are all long gone by this time too. Uh, um, where we're not living in homes, we're living in a fucking pod, right? And right. everyone's interacting with each other in the metaverse. So, like, hey, live in one of Trump's wanna... ten freedom cities. <laughs> Right, right. And if you want to learn how to do plumbing and shit, it's just coding, right? Like, that's what the weird shit is, because I see this happening. I'm actually working right now on a transhumanist episode for Thursday, and I found this great site that I'm going to share then, and I don't want to give too much away right now, but there's this term where uh, it's almost like singularity, where it's like, you know, everything gets to a certain point where it can't possibly go, and it's basically the opposite of the Big Bang. Once the world gets to that point, it all collapses, like, instantly, Right. I don't know if it's literal or if it's more like in the metaverse, but this is this is something that's thrown around, um, and this should happen thousands of years in the future. But yeah, it's very interesting how, I mean, the whole transhumanist agenda that we're falling into right now with all this shit is all like there's a plan for a destruction, and 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 it's coming at some point. It's just you know, will we be around to see it? Probably not, but you know, it, it's definitely coming, and that's the purpose of bringing this shit about is just for the destruction of people and, and well, a normal like healthy yeah. life it's humanity trying to play god you know yeah, exactly parasites want to they want to be the the controllers of this realm it's and that's where you get into that whole yeah i'm not even gonna go that route but yeah i mean th th that's what i think it is it's all about them just wanting to be able to control everything from what's yeah. created to when when something starts to when something ends Yep. Just to have that power. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it, you get to a certain, I mean, I can only imagine you get to a certain level where money just doesn't get your rocks off anymore. Now you got to start, you know, like playing chess with real people. You know, you see that fucked up shit where like the elite go hunting humans. Yep. Like, I mean, <laughs> I don't put that past it, man. These people get bored and they need some excitement in their life. And what, what better way? 31 that Rob Zombie directed. I don't know if you've seen that. Yep. But it's, exactly what that is and it's people in like powdered wigs and shit and mm -hmm. they're like 
do we got this guy that would that can come out and do it and he can't get it done well no he doesn't work on halloween what about this guy what about this guy and then like they settle on this dude that they got to pay like a fuck you know three million dollars to come in and kill these people and it's just like they're betting on who's going to be the last one so yeah dude i i think that's possible man like imagine the internet the rush of being like hey i think matt's gonna buy this today you want to you want to put a bet on it yep and then like you buy it and they're they're like oh shit we predicted that he actually was gonna buy it and he did you know what i mean why not in life betting yeah right right there's yeah. that documentary on Netflix. I forgot the name of it, but it's it kind of it kind of shows like these people almost like in a server room and they're watching exactly what you're doing on your phone. And they're like, oh, shit, he's getting bored. He's getting bored. Send him an ad. Send him an ad. He just mm-hmm. talked about football. Like send him a football ad. And they pretty much do exactly what you're saying. They, yep, they literally fine. they literally talk about like, oh, I bet you he's going to this one's going to get him. This one's going to get him. And then. They get a you know a like or a fucking heart and they're like yeah I fucking told yeah. you. It's actually yeah. kind of scary. You see it in real in all kinds of movies like in uh, Cabin of the Woods did that a while back. Yep. Right. And that was such a good movie how they did that like where they were like picking how the how the apocalypse was going to start and shit and like all this stuff. I mean it's 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 in predictive programming like right now so yeah it's I think there's some legitimacy to it for sure. But hey we got it we got to hit the weekly segment Rye. It's time oh, for, uh, okay, guys. So we, we've been doing a weekly thing here. It's the Animal Fight Club. So you get- Can I pull up the flyer, Matt? Yeah, go for Oh, dude, those things are sick. So you here, here's your choices. You get You have to fight with no instruments, no tools, no weapons, bare hands, five raccoons at once, or a bear that is equal weight of you. I take the five raccoons all day. Nah, if it's equal weight to myself. Yep. So you're getting like, you know, I might have to go with the, I might have to go with the bear and and it's gotta, I gotta be able to like kick this fucking bear's ass. Right. Like I can't run. You oh no, no, he will no, catch you. This is, this is fight. He will catch you. I'm on your side. Dude. I think the bear, I'm, I'm with you. I'm team bear, dude. I'm not fucking with five raccoons, man. It's just look one. It's one. It's one. It's one. And. Although you look at the raccoons and they're small, but those things are fucking mean. Raccoons are fucking mean. Yeah, they are. They're, it, they're did, fucking mean. Did, I mean, not that a bear is not mean, but the fucking raccoons are mean, man. And you got five of them. Would yep. the five of the raccoons divvy out to how much you weigh? Or or, or could it be five fat fucking raccoons? It's five like fucking five raccoons. Yeah. So five five adult raccoons. Like I weigh like what? Like a buck thirty five smoking wet soaking wet smoking wet like but like both yeah 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 right right (laughs) 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 these things are 20 to 30 pounds yeah so five of them yeah so you're talking 150 pounds 120 to 150 versus 130 pound bear yeah, I don't know, man. The and it's an bear. adult bear. It's not like a baby 130-pound bear. And it's not so. sedated. It's not one of these movie bears. No, you can't put a marshmallow in your mouth. <laughs> it, and This isn't Paddington? No, yeah. no. Okay. He's not wearing pants. And on the other side of the spectrum, it's not rabid either. None of these animals are rabid. These are just normal no. territorial animals. I think I'd probably take the raccoons, honestly. Like, I feel like I could kick them hoes off. Quick. If you're a good, yeah, if you're a good punter, dude, and you do better yeah. than the Cowboys kicker, you might be in luck. 
<laughs> just i hope to god you don't slip missing on that fucking first one because then four are on your ass <laughs> if you wind up too hard you kick one real good one grabs your heel other ones are just fucking your shit so dude i'm 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 fighting the bear all day i've made this very clear yeah, yeah. i'm hoping for like a rear naked somehow no, I'm rear naked choke old. it has yeah. no neck so you're not gonna choke it we we went through this. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm yeah, shoving there's... thumbs in eyes hard. Yeah, hard. You're That's gonna have to penetrate chance. that bear in one way or another to beat it. Yeah. You know, my dad always told me like if you're getting and I it's funny I actually just heard this I don't know if it was on another podcast it was on a TV show but he always told me like if you, if there's actually like a a fucking dog like chasing you or whatever you fucking Finger stick your ass. hand. Yeah, check the oil, right, Bo? Yeah. Check his check oil, oil, dude. Check his uh, oil. Um, stick your hand down his throat. And that's, okay. I don't know, man. Like, I'm looking at this bear, and I know I know it's, I know I selected the bear as my opponent, but I'm looking at this, uh, this awesome, amazing flyer here, and those teeth are kind of fucking scary, man. I don't know. Right. Yeah, that arm may disappear if you stick it in its mouth. Very, very fucking quickly. Or because all know, it I'm takes is ice. one fucking tug of that neck and that shoulder is gone. Yeah. Well, and Matt, what what is your what is your what is your vote? Oh, I'm Team Raccoon all day. Team Raccoon. Because I'm day. taking my chances with getting the lead raccoon, beating his ass, and showing the rest of them you don't want any of this. <laughs> you don't want any smoke. Get out of here. Assert the dominance. Yeah. You gotta you gotta get the biggest raccoon, get it down, check its oil real quick, right in front of the rest of them. You know, yeah. you just start Wait. fucking the, the the biggest raccoon. <laughs> We're going prison style. I'm gonna assert my dominance. <laughs> I don't think that works, <laughs> dude. Oh. Come here, you. <laughs> you got a purdy mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let's see those opposable thumbs. Let's see what they do. (laughs) (laughs) Like fuck. (laughs) Oh shit, dude, guys, excellent. This has been fucking awesome, man. Uh, Go let the people know where we can find you and uh, anything you want to share. Feel free. Oh yeah, chef. Why don't you go first and tell them where uh, where they can find the uh, Sunday night, man? Yeah. So as of right now, we're on uh, Apple. We're on Spotify. I got two episodes. I'm gonna get the rest of them up on uh, Rumble tonight. Um. Yeah, as of right now, I think that's it. Um, we're looking forward to Ryan. You helping us out with the logo, man. So yeah, thank, yeah, you, yeah, thank yeah. you for doing that. Thank you for doing that. And we'll square up with you afterwards. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah, Bo, uh, was telling me a, a few ideas to throw around. So I'll get a couple designs together and see what you guys want, man. And uh, no pressure right. if you don't like yeah. any of them. We don't need to. I'm just trying to learn this uh, this program too. So, you know, uh, <laughs> if you guys don't like any of them, then no pressure. But I'll get something for you guys. No, we're very thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you guys for having us on. Bo, Bo, where are you? Gonna, where are they going to find you at Anti Slave? Anti Slave question everything, baby. Matt, on with the question. Ever, I swear to God, I didn't bite the question and everything. And I said that the last time that we talked, but I remember after I first came out with the shit, and I was talking with one of my buddies, it was like, yeah, question everything. And then it was a while after I had been doing the podcasts, but then I saw, uh the great deception and then underneath it it said question everything and i was like fuck fuck <laughs> like god damn it <laughs> you you act like i fucking created that saying like, you, did. I'm pro- you did i'm probably ripped it off of 30 other people like i i ripped it off know. of george carlin man yeah. simpsons I, I, did it first 
first. Yeah, I ripped it off of Carlin that's when he does saying. that. And when he's like, something, something, question everything. That's I, I ripped it off of him. And yeah. um, well, me and my buddy collaboratively. But yeah, anybody that's listening to this, you like to hear what I have to say. You know, I'm I'm a guy with a little gift for gab a little bit. I would like to say I do got a little gift for gab. I could talk some shit, you know. Um, it's not going to be the most educated shit, but you know that's what makes it special is that I'm just here <laughs> talking that shit. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you can find me um on anti slave question everything, and that's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts now, BitChute, Rumble, and YouTube. Uh, not so much on YouTube because I don't like them trying to take me down forever for talking about vaccines but yeah that's that's it for me guys thank you guys so much for having us on uh ryan it has been awesome talking to you again and i'm super excited to see what we can uh uh get worked out with that uh the uh stuff for sunday night man thank you so yeah. much it's awesome i'm honored bro. that you guys thought of me man I'll, I'll i'll uh do my best for sure so we'll see what's up yeah Dude, we'll get you taken care of monday night master debaters one man that bear raccoon i'm gonna we're gonna make a t-shirt out of it you got, oh, a... you got three different colorways too, dog. I, I'm gonna I, when you put the '80s one up, I will rock the shit out of that one. <laughs> oh, they, you're you're getting one of each, my friend. Oh, well, you created them. Yeah. Alternatively, <laughs> though, how, what, how what would you guys think? And I'm kind of going off a topic at the end of the episode, but uh, okay, so five thirty-pound raccoons or one hundred and thirty-five pound bear? What do you think would win? Oh, oh, them fighting each other. Oh, the bear's yeah. going to fuck those raccoons up. All day? All, All day, day, huh? All Little day. snacks. 135-pound bear, you think, does that to five 30-pound raccoons? That's 150 pounds of raccoon. Man, <laughs> you're so fucking confident in these bears, Matt. I don't know. Bears are so fucking strong, dude. If you see a real bear out there, man, I've I'm seen just... a damn bear. Huh? I've seen a damn bear before. Dude, they're just an amazing creature. They're fucking Hell so yeah. strong. Brutal, so man. fast they're so underestimated because of fucking teddy bears and all the bullshit on right, TV. Right. like and people you can't think forget the just... real bear the big butch gay guy the hairy bear <laughs> that the hairy guy bear. versus the raccoons <laughs> right, right, <laughs> yeah. no like that's the whole joke is that like i'm thinking of like a big gay dude and yeah that's yeah you're literal you're bear gay dudes and yeah you're just we're talking about killer animals oh <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome oh god epic gentlemen awesome oh, yeah so what do you got going on rye not much man just the same old stuff still uh learning more about inkscape uh so anyone out there that's gotten to this point in the episode if you want any kind of logos or anything designed like feel free to reach out um experimenting a lot with that it's just another side hustle thing and you know just continuing to put out shows, man. The MMA show, um, some bonus content on Patreon, of course, and then definitely like cunt. And then I release like a little bit of bonus content on top of the week old episodes of this lovely show here. So just uh, trying to stay busy and trying to put out a lot of good content for the people that need it, man. It's fucking boring out there sometimes, so people need good content. So you're just doing the the UF the UFC episodes on Dangerous World, correct? Yeah, yeah, I release them usually Thursday night. Sometimes I'm late to it because, like, I forget, and then I'll just do it, like, Friday or Saturday because it was kind of a side project, and then it wasn't getting much attention, so I brought it over here, and it's gotten a lot more attention on this feed. Uh, but, yeah, dude, if you want to talk about it, if you're up late, usually I do it um, 11 my time, uh, which is uh, P PST. So I don't, you're in California, so 11, yep. oh, I'm, 11 oh, yeah, I'm your up. time. 
I'm okay, okay. If you're nice. up for two hours, we usually do it. Uh, we'll be recording tomorrow. So, um, I don't know if you got a got an Instagram. You can slide my DMs, dog. And yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. Up, I got you. Mean? I got you. Cool. Yeah. Do it, man. I'm down. We're always down to have other other people on there because I love talking UFC, dude. I, I get into it like a lot when I'm not even trying to, just because it's a it's a fun distraction. So. Well, I heard the episode uh, you were talking about. Fuck, and I'm gonna draw a blank again. Nurmaga Madoff, the the Khabib. Yeah, but you were talking about like yeah, yeah, all of them, all of them. But you were talking about how like they were supported. Oh, Ramzan Kadira. Yes, 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 yes. That dude. Yeah, that wild, shit was man. wild, dude. That was wild. He's actually popping up in the news with this Ukraine stuff. He's the uh, dictator of Chechnya, and he's a. Uh, I mean, there's some fucking animal human beings that come out of Chechnya, dude. Pound for pound, like the hardest country in the world. I feel like so. That's a, yeah, well, their fighters are fucking badass, dude. So where you they, get your they... uh, fucking uh, what's his name? Not Hasbullah, but you get your uh, Hasbullah kind of comes out of there too, almost. <laughs> but uh, um, how am I fucking slipping on his name? Swedish fighter now, got the fucked Chimaev. up lip. Yeah, Hamzat Shemaev. Yes, yeah, yep, dude, yep, yeah. Yep, yep, it, yep. Something's in the air tonight. We're forgetting names, but yeah, yeah. Man, it's uh, yeah, fun stuff. So yeah, just hit me up, man. If you want to get on there, you're more than welcome. It we'll goes do, for all you guys. So I appreciate that. Excellent, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Thank Everybody, you guys have so a much. good night. Stay strong. Question everything.